You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Rich Wars. I know you're like, how could a white man be allowed to do that? <laughs> he can say the word only in the confines of this podcast. <laughs> it's what we do, baby. Yeah. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. I have the power. Let's It's early morning, bitches. Good God Almighty. I went the hour, hour ago. I went the bed an hour ago, Jay. Big Jay's in the house with me. It's Rich wants me back. Yes, indeed. That song was talking to you. That you song, were feeling it. It's talking right to me. And uh, Wiz Khalifa actually got detained at a New York City airport last night <laughs> yeah. for riding his hoverboard. Now, that's that's hip-hop. <laughs> no, that's just the future, man. That's the, that's the beautiful white future of Back to the Future. Hoverboards. But why would they arrest him on it? Why would... Terrorists got him now? Yeah, I don't know. He was confused by it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's figured out tra- space travel. It would have sort. to be LaGuardia somewhere. It can't be. It wasn't JFK. What does it have to be? Was it New York? Yeah, it was in New York. In New York City, Wiz Khalifa was restrained for riding the hoverboard at the airport. I mean, it can't be illegal to ride. Is it illegal to ride a skateboard through? I don't think so. I mean, probably not. Well, it depends on if you're a nigger when you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a black dude, money, the chances you can get arrested for going to Starbucks. At I the mean, airport. Wiz Khalifa, though, particularly is a sore thumb of a dude. I mean, he is covered in tattoos and the yeah. big. So, I mean, like he and, he, and he's on a hoverboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody saw a tattoo <laughs> scarecrow coming through with no shirt on, <laughs> scaring little white babies at <laughs> the airport. Yeah, no one, I don't know what to do. You just tackle it, I guess, and see what happens. <laughs> he's only 80 pounds. I know, he is tiny. And 75 pounds is tattoo. <laughs> He's ink. He's seventy five percent ink. <laughs> God bless his soul. But we here, man. We here. What, what was going on with you? We Kurtz, them, we them boys. Kurtz, first of all, he's in Chattanooga. That's What's like a, as soon as it's time for race wars to come in here and take over the morning show. He goes to the most racist place on earth. The white man's down there trying to find his roots. <laughs> Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga, Tennessee, and they don't recognize <laughs> Kurt. Kurt got more Middle Eastern in his brows. <laughs> Kurt's working at a. Uh, at a Confederate flag restoration company. <laughs> They're digging them all up. Putting them back together? <laughs> we'll find your home. <laughs> Kurt seamstressing it was flags back together. He's the worst. He fucking flat left me by myself. Now it's just me. It's me up in here. Andrew's here too. Andrew Goldstein. We them boys. There we go. You know, you know what Kurt does? Is he plans horrifically. So... He said yes to this and never even looked at his schedule. No, no, he never looked at his schedule. That's what happens. And then so last minute, when we did my roast, like a week before the roast, he was like, oh, that's right, I can't be the host of it. Right. And he was already like announced on everything. I had to tell him that, though. I was like, you know we do our show on Wednesday nights, right, that we just started (laughs) on Sirius? Yeah, we kind of can't miss like the first few. He was like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to host Jay's thing on Wednesday. I was like, you don't even own the calendar, do you? Yeah, no idea. But, you know, (laughs) Kurt... And I sort of feel it too, happening now when you're in that transitional phase of going from being like, your 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 time was filled, but now you have to like actually say no to certain things right. because you're, you're you're overbooked in in your life. Yeah, and but you still have the same habits of like, you know, I'll figure it out tomorrow. You know, I know I have stuff I got to do tomorrow. I'll just figure it out when I wake up tomorrow what it is I got to do. <laughs> That's and now you kind of can't do that. And people ask me things still about like three weeks out, and in my mind I'm just kind of like, sure, yes, I can do that. And then you're like, oh wait, no, I'm gone. Yeah, like the whole week. I, I do that to... all. I used to do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Now I would usually say just say no, and then I'll call <laughs> him back like this. You know I can't do that, right? 
<laughs> you say no and then just show up for it they anyway. show up. I great never new- said no. Great news, everybody. <laughs> I never said no at all. <laughs> and I use it against them. We we had a long, we talked a lot. Uh, first of all, me and Jay did shows at The Stand this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. It was good shows, real good shows. They were good shows. We, just like old fat dudes, sat yeah. outside behind the place and talked about food for fucking mm. an hour and a half. What'd you get that night? Oh, I ate some, uh, I had baked chicken. Really? I, yeah, I got baked chicken and like a like a dirty rice. You good boyed it. I good boyed it. Oh, After we all that all fucking... that shit. Yeah. I went, I got a, uh, I got for the first time in maybe two years, I got a double cheeseburger from McDonald's late and I just had, oh. I, 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 I had an itch for yeah. it. I had an itch. I had to do it. I haven't done it in. I was going to do it. I was going to. Nah. Uh, it didn't. I mean, I, I felt horrible as soon as it was done. <laughs> Not physically, <laughs> but like, like, mentally horrible. And then in the morning, even just, even just a double cheeseburger, but like just to take you down. Really? It's, it's like you right down. You can't I mean, digest delicious. that. You can't digest it anymore. Isn't McDonald's the one though that had? Didn't they do us like a, an experiment where if they leave it out, like mold doesn't grow on it or anything like that? Like the it's <laughs> space food. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like astronaut ice cream. The it's, McDonald's it's like, near me has two Big Macs for six dollars, and I walk by it every time, contemplating doing it. I, yeah, I would do that. It's also funny watching the inflation of that. I remember when it was $2. like two for five. Two for five. I remember when it was two Big two Macs for two. two dollars. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they they, they do those deals. I also remember when a twenty piece McNugget was like thirteen dollars. Now it's down to like five. What they boosted up and then they took it back down. When it first came out, it was like it was designed. I think twenty piece McNuggets was designed for a family to have. (laughs) And then when they realized just like fat fucks were coming in (laughs) and getting them to get it for themselves, like you might as well make it the cost of like a sandwich. Okay, they thought it was like a family plan, but people were just coming in. Yeah, when I was like, a kid, and they made a twenty-piece nugget, which was a, a, it used to just—I think in the beginning it was only six-piece nuggets. That was just like the, an order of nuggets, right? When we were kids, like, right? I mean, you were about the same age. We were, and talking then they got about. like the twenty-pack. The 20. then they got that twenty-piece, but that was supposed to be like a case for the fat. So they made it the price of you know like thirteen bucks, like. Like you're getting a bucket of chicken or something. I mean, who's your family? You got a Haitian family? There's a, a twenty piece going to fill your whole family up? Three nuggets it, each? <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't. No, it no. shouldn't at all. You have to make a soup out of it. <laughs> I went to a I went to a babysitter when I was younger, and this, this old fat lady, and uh, she took a bunch. She would take us all out and go to McDonald's, and she would eat like a ton, right? And she would she would got all the kids got. A half a cheeseburger and like two chicken nuggets. That was all the kids got. Right. And I was just such a fat mentality <laughs> since the time I was a kid. I was great because all most kids, like they look at eating like a burden. You know, they were like, they just shove that in as best they could, take a few bites and, and say, because no, they want to go play and right. play. And I would just sit there and wait for everyone to just, to disperse, and I would just go for all the leftover halves of like <laughs> half of half of no. cheeseburgers. No, you did not. <laughs> of course. What? Yeah. And the teacher used to let you eat the the rest of the food from everybody. This wasn't no teacher. This was some slovenly lady who was like you know this dying t- for love. <laughs> like she had nobody. So she, she was, just hung out with kids and took you out of McDonald's. She's like a babysitter. Okay. Was one of those like mass? You know, she just watched a bunch of kids. Okay. In a neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I think I only went to her like two or three times. I just remember going, I remember that outing to a McDonald's, and I just wanted to eat everybody's leftover shit because she gave me a half a cheeseburger and two nuggets. Was this in Philly? Philly Of course, (laughs) Philly is a mess. I'm trying to blame (laughs) just Keith Robinson for that fucking tragedy, but Philly is a mess. Yeah. Oh, God. Odd folks. We got a lot of shit going on today, though. There's a lot of news stories. 
don't know up. if you're ready for it. Hold up, hold up. Where the, where the, we don't boys. Hold up, hold up. I mean, we got Anka Babies. We got Bill Bill Burr versus Caitlyn. Oh, my God. that They blew that story up into the... Is it a versus? <laughs> it's a versus. They're actually battling each other. <laughs> and you know what? I don't know who to put my money on. I would say Bill Burr because he's a friend of mine, but God damn it, Caitlyn still got that right hook. Yeah. Still I, mean, a, I mean, you know, won gold medals. She might be Caitlyn in the face, but she's Bruce Jenner in that right hook. <laughs> <laughs> Them knuckles still Bruce, nigga. <laughs> the redheads are coming for Caitlyn. <laughs> the what redheads? That bitch will throw Bill Burr like a discus. <laughs> Is it cool? I called her a bitch, so it's not a... I didn't call it. I didn't say him. That's every gender right there. You can be a bitch-ass dude. Uh, what else is going on? Dr. Dre apologized. There's so much going on. I mean, I don't even know where to begin on this. I, I mean, like, let's I like go to Trump. I like the Dr. Dre story. Oh, you like the Dr. Dre? Okay, let's go to Dr. Dre. Did you see the movie, first of all? I did. How was it? I didn't even see it yet. It was good. It's funny to watch something, you know, you know they add drama to a story, like, more than there needs to be, but... You would to, think... You know, to make a two-and-a-half-hour movie, but it was uh, it was pretty great. You would think a movie... Uh, with somebody dying of AIDS, mm -hmm. don't need any drama added to it. You think I'll tell you what they did have a lot of, and I was very happy was full frontal nudity. Okay, in that movie, and what I thought was pretty cool about it was it wasn't uh, all like modely looking women. Okay, so what you tell me? They had like they had like some chubby chicks, like look some uh, real hood rats, just like that got actually like naked that. in this movie. Yeah, I liked it too. I like that. It made it much more genuine. Yeah, like there were some girls who were naked in that movie where I, was, I bet it was a big deal for them to get naked that day on set. They were right. probably like, ah, shit, or they were like, you know, I've met some really confident black, uh, overweight strippers in my life. Yeah, you they talk, they think they look great. You're talking about this weekend, aren't you? Yeah, this weekend it was. Well, you used to drive around rough. strippers, didn't you? Drive around. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> now what? Like what? I think we're you, past the uh, the arrest. Like, yeah, like, was, they can't build the, 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 the statute of limitations. The statute of limitations already ran out for them to arrest I think you. So, yeah. I mean, I wasn't running a company. I wasn't pimping anybody. I was a driver. So you would drive the girls to the to get the dick. Yeah. Well, I did it for. Strippers who were just strip sometimes, and then sometimes yeah, it was just escorts. See that that tells me right there, Jay, that you believed in them and their lies. They no. would tell you that they would just strip and go in the go in the house, and you'd be like, "This she's just in there stripping." Then she come out covered in semen. No, no, no. She's <laughs> like, she danced good. Yeah, she oh, a man. good dancer. She, yeah, <laughs> she danced so hard she's sweating milk. <laughs> Um, Who sweats two percent milk? <laughs> when oh my god, run, man, you're sweating mayonnaise all over your face. <laughs> Um, they, uh, no, no, when it was, when they were just stripping, I had to go in, I'd have to go in with them and like, I was supposed to like bounce oh. for them. Oh, did you if, bring the boom box? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> I know you loved it too. It ain't like Jay was doing his trying to like, ah, I gotta very do it quick, to get money. Very He's quickly. Like, I, well, I was never doing it. To, I did do it as an excuse was, you know, I was like, I get money for it. Blow jobs. But I did it. No, no, I never. You never got a blow job? Never? Oh, man, the only one that I ever had a shot with was... Wait, I, I've, I've told this before, but it is funny. I, I'm such, I was such a good, again, I took the job because I was like, oh man, I'm like a fat guy who was, you know, I wasn't like getting ass left and right or anything. So I was like, it'll be really cool to get, I, I go, I watch these girls get naked right, and I get paid for it. Not really having a concept yet of, of the idea that I may have to actually 
intervene if shit goes haywire, which it would. Have you ever? Did you ever have to like break up a fight or stop yeah, a girl from getting Cosby'd? I, I luckily never. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never. Th- I never threw a punch or anything like that. Never got involved in a in a in a scuffle really. But I've plenty of I've about three or four times of just like grabbing the girl and getting out like of the room. It was like hotels in Atlantic City and stuff. Okay, because you know guys be having bachelor parties, and if it got like a little like. Rough, or they were doing some shit. I would just get out in the in the hallway with the girl. Okay. Once you're in the hallway, they're not gonna really. There's like cameras and shit everywhere. Yeah, right. So you can get out there. It's embarrassing for sure. But you can't. What are you gonna do? It's like fifteen against one. I never understood the idea. You're supposed to have a gun. I just didn't. I was just a fat kid who was like, "Yeah, I get to see this girl's pussy for free." <laughs> I was so excited about seeing her pussy for free. But uh, yeah, it would go haywire. No, but there was the first girl I ever drove. Right. I thought she was great. She was really pretty, and uh, she did all these like, like parlor tricks at the show. That she, I remember, like the big one. I thought she was a genius because <laughs> she would do things. Where How like, old were you, first of all, when this was going down? Nineteen. Okay, yeah, this is all up in your face. You just oh, yeah, was happy yeah, yeah. to smell it. Oh, uh, any cooch smells in a car? I you could was like, you it. thought you got paid already? Oh yeah, I'd try <laughs> to go home in there, like you know, ass crack glitter. Yeah. Um. And so, ass crack litter. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I never, uh, I didn't work with her again for like a like a year or so. I would, I would do the job kind of intermittently too. I would do it like a couple weekends in a row, then not for two months. And how did you even get hooked up with that? Like, who said, "Hey Jay, you want to drive around some whores and them dance, and you bring them a, back"? A buddy of mine dated a girl whose father did that job. He was an older guy too. He had a gun, and uh, my friend Ernie. Real, real Italian-y Italian guy from, like old from South Jersey. No, Ernie was just like a shithead, like Italian, like, you know, overdoing it, like, greaser kid. Okay. And his girlfriend was, like, very Italian. They were, they were just one of those people that they really cared about being with all Italians all the time. Right. But we're Italian. <laughs> and, uh... I think there's a couple TV shows like this. Like Jersey <laughs> Shore? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A lot of that. Yeah, it was Paul, like, Paulie D's family. Ugh. Uh, is this guy. But the dad, the, and then he, I, I said, oh, I would do that job. And he was like, oh, they're always looking for people. So he's got me linked up with the company the dad worked for. And then once you're in it, you kind of realize all you got to do is uh, if you call any of these companies, like just in the phone book and the yellow pages, right. and tell them you want to be a driver, like some, I've got hired like just on the phone before. Really? They don't there's give no, a shit. There's no criteria to... that you got to go through, any type of checklist? No. So you can just be a serial killer and say, hey, I'll take the girls where they need to go. Absolutely. And they'll let you do it. Yeah, when I moved to New York, <laughs> it's a great story. I, I told this on uh, What the Fuck, po- you know, Mark Maron's WTF podcast, but when I first moved to New York, I did it one night in New York, and the way New York's setup was different. When I did it in Philly, it was you get a call from the boss of the company or whoever run the company, and he'd go pick up this girl and this girl. Now, what was it? Black girls, white girls, Puerto Rican? What were we oh, talking about in Philadelphia? Everything. Who was the majority? Um, white, probably. Philly's okay. a weird t- city. It's all white. Like New York, it's all Eastern Bloc. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We get those asylum Jews. <laughs> we get the wannabe Russians. Mm-hmm. We get the uh, can take a punch Polacks. <laughs> not, not, not a lot of like ethnic whites. Right. Like that, like not a lot of like you know, like just, Eastern European whites. No, just like just like, uh, just like pale, pasty Irish freckle bitches. <laughs> and, you know, shit like that. Exactly. And some South Philly, like you know, like Wawa workers. You want me to go down on you? <laughs> yeah. Get, Wait. In the, get in the house. I'll suck your cack. I'll oh get a bagel. God. 
I mean, I would still but, be appealing. That would be appealing to me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, fuck, where was I? We're you, telling you tell eight out. stories at once. No, you New York. Oh, I did it in New York the right. one time. I, the way they do it here is you, you well, I said the way they didn't fill you, they tell you to pick up the girls here, and then you go to these shows. Like, you have, a, you know, Caesar's Palace uh, hotel room at 9 o'clock, and then 11 o'clock, you're at Taj Mahal, some other thing. You had a schedule. You had like a whole th- in New York. Uh, it was just escorts too in New York. I picked up, but it was it, it, it was they were pi- fucking. It was pick up these three girls, and then chill with them until calls come in. Right, which is brutal, horrible. It has to be because then you just got to hang out with them and not fuck them. And I mean, no, nobody wanted to fuck them. One of the girls, like Victor Victor Vernado, she had like a <laughs> she was a, a lazy eyed uh, black albino. Oh, that's my that's my demographic. None of them, none of them were even dressed like hooker. They were all just dressed like Dwayne Dwayne Reed workers. I never but saw the, an albino uh, prostitute before, and this intrigues me. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's available. She's a you know, it's a novelty act. <laughs> it's like fucking a girl who swallows snakes at Quinty Island. <laughs> <laughs> but the girl that I drove the first time, who you asked if I ever hooked up with any right. girls, the only opportunity I had. So a, a year later. Uh, I ended up just kind of by chance a guy hired me kind of on the phone says come to my house I have the uh, two girls here that you're gonna drive <coughs> One of them was that girl the girl who you first almost first right I thought she was great. You know, I thought she was beautiful, right? And, and it was his it was this guy's cousin the girl. She, was? Yeah, the girl was this this guy from this company's cousin now, Did she still look good from when you saw her the first time? No. Uh Oh meth meth done got her some kind of drugs for sure cuz she was like she was like a very tan girl with a great body her body hadn't gone to shit, but it wasn't great. She was super pale, and all I remember was everyone at the at the bachelor party complaining that her asshole was really brown. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What's up with her?" Plus, they said it was out with it was her and this really hot Asian girl, and Asians will dominate a room when they're naked. Oh, the Asians treat a, a stripper room like they treat the subway car on a train. <laughs> yeah, get dominate. out their way. They they gonna get them a seat. So she's wearing a doctor's mask the whole time, <laughs> selling batteries. <laughs> Oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, back scratcher, back scratchers. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, her asshole was brown, and we go back to Asians really fucked. That's a, a, a sidestep, mm-hmm. a sidebar. Uh, Asians really fucked up the the pimp game a little, the whore game, not the pimp game, the whore game, because they dropped all people's prices. Everybody price came down once the Asians flooded the market because they're going to do everything. Because for they're going to get it in for. A hundred bucks or less, possibly, they'll do everything. They'll do everything. Not only fuck and do all that, they'll, like, walk on your back and, like, well, act- like, they do it well. Yes. Like, they do their thing, they crack your back with their feet. <laughs> yes. They actually give you a massage. It's not, <laughs> it's like, it's not just a front. Right. It would be like, you know, you know when they find those bodegas where they're selling weed out of the back? It would be also if it was also an amazing sandwich place. Right, like, they made the best sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, like, that's yeah. never the case. It's always, like, you know, there's... Five products in the store, and you know, a Comet and Ajax, and that's it. And yeah, if your bodega sell really good weed, the chances are I'm not buying anything else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not even papers. But these things was like I remember the first time I ever went to one of those Asian places where they did all the back cracking and stuff. Right. You know, people were like, "Oh, you got to go to this place." Like they suck your, they do everything. Right. You fuck them, they suck your dick. I'm like, this is great. In the middle of the massage was so good that I was like, "Hey, I paid for like." 
we're doing like the whole Listen. thing, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was too good of a massage. I was like, I think you I just came to. A, I just think I came to a sports medicine facility. <laughs> He thought he was at the training camp for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the NovaCare complex? <laughs> so the massages, yeah. You know what I did? I had a couple great massages from uh, Asian uh, women of the night, I guess. Even uh, Spanish ones. They'll give, you know, they'll try their best. I've only been one time to a place where it was just the happy ending hand job, and that was like an old white lady. Oh, really? Yeah. All the Asian places always do the whole whole deal. Uh, they had this whole one quick in and out place on uh, Lex and like sixty something that they just did hand jobs. Really? They wouldn't even discuss anything else. Just hand But job. it was the best hand job. Do you remember next to Stand Up New York Comedy Club on the Upper West Side? There used to be. It's gone now. But now it's a, a Marshalls. But there was an apartment <laughs> building next oh, door. Yeah. yeah. And there, there was a, a hand job place in yeah. there, and we used to like just sit outside and smoke <laughs> cigarettes. And whenever a guy. Would go in, we'd kind of like make note, and then when he'd come out like 15 minutes later, we would all just clap. <laughs> all platforms, like the, like we, we made his nightmare of what could happen in that situation come true. Like everyone knows, dude. Everyone. And everyone. that little step right there, that little fucking step. Yeah, oh, everyone, that's embarrassing. yeah where everyone would sit. Right on the oh, that's embarrassing. And come out, and that's exactly what you want. You come out and... Fifty comics are laughing at oh, you. Oh man! Yeah, buddy, get and you know when they buzz and he'd go up and like, get you some. <laughs> He's got to walk in knowing, like, shut up, guys. You know when the audience came out of the comedy club right next door to them, the prostitutes would stand out there and clap at the audience. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how was that? Huh? You feel Ooh, dirty? You're not funny enough to laugh yourself at home. You got to come out and have a pro do it. Uh, good prostitute place is hard to find. I haven't done that in a long time. I've been time. out of the game for a minute. Yeah. But I still know. You see this Ashley Madison thing that's blew up. Yeah. One of Josh Duggar was one of the people who got exposed by a... He's such a hypocrite. Who the fuck uses their like, yeah. legit name? email? Oh, people Forget new to the whole name. Game. Just like your your email. Like, like <laughs> make a new email that's just for that one thing. But when, you, when you, your dick is hard and your head is cloudy with jerk-off thoughts, you ain't really thinking like that. You're just thinking, where can I see this shit right now? Signing up for Ashley Madison is far, uh, that's, that's, far, that's far down the road of nervous thinking. You that's think just you stupidity. Ashley Madison, I mean, you have to give a, a credit card, I assume. It's a pay site, right? Yeah, you got to give a credit card. Social yeah. security number? I mean, see, I usually get it right up to that point where I got to give the credit card because I already jerk myself out <laughs> oh, with all the ads, with all I'm the promos. I've done that on, on the road. I've done not again in, in years with the internet now. The way that it, I got it before I had a laptop going right. on the road for years. <laughs> um, the race to a uh, to calling a hooker, right? Where it's like you're jerking off and like you know you've called a hooker or you're calling one. You're you're batting it around. It's amazing when you're done jerking off. <laughs> How ridiculous the notion even was! It makes no sense. Get yourself a sandwich. <laughs> you really, it's like, it was like I was, and this is a time Eat where an apple. It's a time when two hundred bucks would have been like a hit. Right. You know what I mean? Like spending that two hundred bucks would have been like, shit. I'm have a hard time explaining why I'm only coming <laughs> home with three hundred bucks. You know? <laughs> yes. So it's like you know the two hundred dollars, and and uh, but you, you'd really consider doing it. Like well, not you, but I'm saying I would at least consider doing it. Often. Oh, yeah. All the time. It's an addiction, Jay. Don't try to yeah. play like this sex. Look at these these girls in Times Square right now that de Blasio's trying to block. You know why? Because it's riling up shit in him, too. Sure. It ain't oh. just us. 
Oh, he yeah. going through there with his black lesbian wife, and then what? <laughs> now he peeking at ass. You gonna not look at a Dominic, a painted Dominican ass right next to you? His light skinned Lamont Sanford son. <laughs> oh, second Lamont. <laughs> Lionel, <laughs> like Lionel. Second li- <laughs> Lionel. First Lionel. His son Lionel Jefferson. <laughs> the second Lionel had the short hair, but the first Lionel had that fro. He was trying to go back to Africa. <laughs> I was gonna say the Willis's kids, uh, which would have made more sense, but. The Willis's kid was super black. Who the girl? Yeah. Oh, she was dope. Yeah, but how was that? On that bitch. But how was that? Ah, uh, Lisa, love her. The the how was that? Tom Willis's like daughter. Oh, easily, cause white people's uh, DNA is weak compared to the black man. But she had nothing. Look at Lenny Kravitz. Her. Look at Lenny Kravitz, the real son of the mother who played Helen Willis. Roxy, Roxy Roker. With, yeah, Roxy Roker. Do you see any white? He like he look. Like he could be all black too. Yeah, he looks like he could be, but 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 when they say he's half white, you're like, okay, but, but you could see that for sure too. You say okay because he plays rock music. You go, oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> no, but he's like, he's like, okay, they bought him a guitar for his birthday. Did you no. see his penis? Yeah, I saw it. It was that was the white part of him. Sure was. <laughs> that penis looked like an underdeveloped polio leg. <laughs> <laughs> like his leg had polio. Just, just all sweaty and mushed in those fucking leather pants. It's like, is that a knee or is that an ankle? <laughs> I was disappointed there wasn't like a little boa around it or like a little leather vest, <laughs> something, something to get some like shells. His, his dick was crammed in those hot leather pants. His, probably his dick probably just busted through and was bre- his pee hole was breathing heavy. Like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Second encore. I couldn't do it, man. I hung it as long as I could, Lenny. <sighs> <sighs> you can't do that with a penis. You can't do a penis <laughs> like that. The two-hour performance in leather jeans and leather pants. No underwear. Uh, I want to get away. <laughs> it looks bad, man. It like a fucking vagina sausage. Is that? It did not look sausages? big. It did not look big. It looks skinny. That's the problem. With it. Now I did say this though. It looks skinny, but I do believe if you have to look at the motion he does, he does a nice Lenny Kravitz like dip down with the base. <laughs> yeah, and his pants split on the go down. So it did look thin, but it may have been because his dick was doing like it was slap. It was like swinging down hard. Okay. So it might have stretched out. Like if we would have given it a second, let it retract. Come back. May have beefed up a little bit in the middle. You I'll give him that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't throw uh, little dick jabs out there lightly. I don't. Okay. I don't want them coming my way. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you're saying that it could have been just a picture, how the motion was. <laughs> I said you, you're catching something in motion. Exactly. We made a whole gif out of it over here. They had the. It, it, I mean, it looked like it was swinging, and it looked kind of. Gary Coleman dang- it was dangling it looked like it got adopted by a rich dude on Park Avenue <laughs> <laughs> his did his bush <laughs> did his bush have a part on the side <laughs> his dick like he had problems with his kidneys <laughs> couldn't even get it out <laughs> his dick almost got raped by Bicycle Pete in the back room his dick left Dudley in the bike <laughs> he <shop>. left Dudley <laughs> hey Dudley have fun playing Neptune King of the Sea I'm gonna break out. I gotta go back to my rich dad, my rich dad's house. Oh man, how do we get on this? Prostitutes? You driving around horse? Sure. So, what do you think about this Times Square thing? You think they're gonna ban these girls, these naked girls in Times Square? It's the same type of sex, sex selling, selling sex. It's a little more. Che- you know what it is? It just brings a little cheesy. Like, well, it is a cheesy thing to get that uh, bent out of shape about it or or wasting one's time with. However, it is like you know, it makes. New York, a little bit of Vegas that I don't think it really needs to be. I agree with that like, part a little. Well, I, I'm, I've been in New York 14 years now. Okay. 15. And 
I, I accepted do, 13 years of that, by the way. I think it's weird. I kind of came into New York on that turnaround. Like, you're from here your whole life. So you remember, like, those stories of, like, oh, man, like, Times Square. My, you know, uh, oh, Times Square is going to be Car a mess. You know, my uh, Carla. Yeah. Um, my ex is, is uh, like, she's from here her whole life. So she has all the stories of, like, you know, Times Square being, like, you know, you couldn't go there by yourself. It oh, really no. was, like, pimps and... Yeah. Peep shows and live sex shows and yeah. all this like just kind of grimy filth. Yeah. When I came, it was already Times Square was like Blinky and Disney and, and Disney. Yeah. Yeah. It's and you know and the squeegee guys were kind of already on their way out. Yeah. And it was just it wasn't that really New York anymore. It was still dangerous in spots and right. all the same. New York is New York. It wasn't so predictable where you can find the danger anymore. Right. right. Um. But then it. Uh, but now, so it's weird living here now. I'm starting to see some things going back a little bit. And I think Times Square. Sliding back a little? Well, I just think Times Square now, when I walk through there now, I, I definitely am not so like, you know, I mean, I'm a little jaded to it now just being here so long. But all that like, gee, this would be nice to walk, you know, your family through. It's like there's fist fights with like a Spider-Man. And then like, you know, <laughs> someone dressed like an Elmo is like, you know, jerking off in his costume and smells like fucking beer and piss. I mean, I think they need to regulate these dudes because they can get out of control. Definitely, they can get violent if they come there drunk. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to do? You're going to get... The naked cowboy's been out there for fucking 10 years with no top on. So now women can't come out there with a top on? I mean, there's going to be a lot of sexual type of shit going on like that. People saying, why can't I do it? Don't tread on me just because I'm a woman. Because in this country, we've made titties genitals. You can't see them publicly. And I think that's a problem. Do you? Even in New York City, you remember the girl? I took pictures with her, too. Uh, the chick, uh, she was from Philadelphia, by the way. She used to come up into the Plaza Hotel, top place right outside, <laughs> and have a tits out. Because it's not illegal to have your breast out as a woman in New York City. It's perfectly mm -hmm. legal. Sure. So I used to sit right there on the bench with her and enjoy my, my rights. But, I mean, it's, it's really is a situation that's describable as it is what it is, though. Like. In this country, we're just not that way. I, me and uh, Jeff Ross were in Australia together, and we went to uh, Bondi Beach. Right. And we walked around, and there'd be 13-year-old kid, like boys, next to, just make, making a sandcastle, not paying any mind to, next to them was like six, tw you know, 19, 20, 21-year-old girls with their tops off, just tanning and oh, talking yes. and walking around. And no one's giving a shit. No one's even looking at it twice. And, I'm joking up to this and, whole story. And, and, and by the way, I, I, when we go on uh, break, I'll show you right. in my phone. Me and Jeff Ross just sitting there <laughs> taking pictures. Curved of, out. Just like, perving Yeah, it. totally. And it's like, and we're almost like, like two, you know, we're, we're both adults. And we're both having that back and forth with each other. It's like, oh, man, can you believe this is like a thing here? And, and, and So what is it? Is it us? Is it us as Americans? We can't handle uh, topless women and not act a fool? We could, but it's like, is it, yes. is, it, is, it is it a big enough issue to like uh, try to turn around American views on like nudity? Well, like, maybe in on, the, on the beach because it, was, it wasn't like you was walking around Sydney or Brisbane. Uh, sure, it, it was on sure. the beach. Mm -hmm. So on a beach, you, I think you should be able to have your top off as a woman on any beach. Why not? I mean, I, I, I don't have a great argument for why you can't walk around butt naked on the beach. I don't know if you, that's what you want to do, but like, it's just like to make it seem like you know, look. The slippery slope. I'm very much enjoying this summer of, I mean, good luck finding a girl wearing a bra, yeah. you know, and, and they not only do they not wear bras, they're also, it's, and it's very much this year. This year was the tipping point. 
Something's, um, ha- something's going on, you think, sexually? I don't know what, but no bras, and not just no bras because, you know, they don't want to see a strap, like, shirts that are see-through, essentially. Right. Or, or like, you, I, I've seen beautiful women, ugly women, fat, thin, whatever. I've seen so many tits of strangers yeah. just sitting smoking a cigarette yes. on my, on my uh, front steps. They What's your look- address again? What's like your exact address? I just want to make sure <laughs> I have that. For the records, <laughs> but it really is like they just walk by. It's um, um, and no one seems to be like concerned by. It. I saw girls at the Village Underground Saturday, right? Where it's like they had their dresses made to like go in like the middle of their titty. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen girls. Yeah, at the Stand Comedy Club a couple weeks ago, there was a girl who was beautiful, and I'm I'm nudging uh, Christine to be like, I'm like, I'm like, this girl's titty's gonna fall out, and then it just did. It's just like her whole <laughs> tit just came out, beautiful, like young girl, and you're just like, and she just like. It was out, and then she just kind of like, by the way. It's a I, new world, Jay. I, th- I think she noticed that I put my hand on Christine's shoulder and the bar and jumped three feet in the air. And went, <laughs> Which is, by the way, I'm not exaggerating, was my reaction to it. And then she just, but just casually was like, oh, my, my titties out. Yeah, That's how they get you. That's how they get you. But I look, I'm not into people being shamed, you know, before that becomes a whole fucking ordeal. But it's, uh, shouldn't people have some humility? Or, or shouldn't some people have some shame in them a little bit i mean maybe yes but in nightlife no they're not gonna have shame they're gonna come up there with sexy shit with titties falling out on the beach no but but be sexy i have no gripe with sexy. it is a difference between being sexy and being vulgar and being you know inappropriate i was i went to in the starbucks a few weeks ago and there was a girl who was wearing a backpack and her skirt was up. She didn't know it. Like skirt, on the back? Like Skirt was up. I and, love that no, not, not in the back. This was in the front. Her, <laughs> her panties, just like it was just her panties, which were see-through, essentially. And, uh, you know, I took my five seconds of drinking it in. And then uh, I was like, sweetie, you're, uh, you know, you know, pull your skirt. I gave like a kind of she emotional. Said, Mind pull. your business. No, no, no. But she was, she got for like, oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. Oh shit! And it's like I don't know what the where the space you know the spacing is on that. Like there's that, and then there's a girl who's just like, no, no this is my pussy out skirt. <laughs> right? You know what? <laughs> I think they all in cahoots with each other. First of all, because if you're walking around with something that's so small and a, a, a <laughs> so small on your body that at any time one blow can show your whole puss, mm-hmm. you got on something. I mean, what do you want to happen? <laughs> I yeah, would. no, I guess so. But that's what. But, but I gotta then, look away from puss. If I think the subway is hot and girls on there with the short skirts or someone, you sometimes you gotta find yourself looking away from looking at a bitch butt naked. Like I feel inappropriate. Yeah. But you pointing your pussy in my face, I'm just trying to take two more stops on the six, get to where I gotta go. It's uh, it's just like, you know, everyone like with the on the that women's issue. I feel like everybody's wedged in the door, and yeah. then finally, like that one person got through, and everyone things started spilling through. Do you know what I mean by that? On the on the women's issues, like what do you mean? It was just it's all it just became all at once. It was like we the anti slut shaming movement. That's only what two years old, right. maybe whatever you want to call that. And now you think like, sluts are like, just running? But now, as like I said, there's there's it's not just an anti slut shaming thing anymore. Now it's like. Yeah, we're all sluts, and we love sucking dicks, and, and, and you can't like, do anything about like, it. Well, what about like? It's like, how about just do whatever you do, and but it's like don't, you don't have to be so. Uh, like you're saying, like girls doesn't matter if you so, want to suck dick, suck dick. How about just like? No, it does matter. Do uh, you keep it quiet or something? Don't look. You have at a some do- point you want to be a, a kindergarten teacher or a lawyer or somebody respectable in the community, That's and all this shit point. is going to last forever. Mm-hmm. That's what people forget. Like you do, forget about your life past this fucking free expression. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you're exactly what right. What does the future look like? How do how does motherfuckers buy uh, find wives out of all these fucking Instagram whores? I've no shit. How do you do it? I've made a. I tried to do a, or I have like talked about on stage even about, you know, Isabella, my daughter. Right. Uh, I don't like. I've never heard her show any verbal or mental desire in her life to do like. And again, she's twelve. Right. So all these things can change. But when I was like a little kid. Of course, you'd be like, it'd be cool to be a rock star, but more tangibly, you just do like even like the old hackneyed like cop. I'm gonna be a police officer, or a fireman, or a <laughs> right. lawyer, or a doc, whatever the horseshit is. And then you get a little, I'll be an architect or an engineer, whatever. You just learn about stuff and want to be that. My daughter, like kids, good luck finding a not Indian child who has an aspiration <laughs> outside math. of becoming a fucking YouTube celebrity. Yes. In fact, my daughter says she wants to be. Here's a quote: a model actress. Singer. That's the word she says. Now, I'd be happy to support her trying all those things. Right. But she has nothing beyond that. She couldn't give two shits about school. She's not bad at school. Right, but she don't really, she's not looking for that. She couldn't give two shits. She just wants to be famous. She's, uh, and it, it, all that's being proven to her over and over and over again is that is a possibility because she's paid, I, I, I've paid money to get her tickets to go see uh, people who are, like, like, like celebrities because they make Vine videos. But that's a lot of that going on, and a lot of these kids seeing that and they're thinking selling that's out. They're selling out Irving Plazas and Webster Halls. Yeah, because they make vines of them. Like you know, I mean, I, I, I would watch this kids. I wish we could bring it up at all. His his Vine is a uh, Taylor Caniff. I paid for this kid uh, t- tickets for my daughter to go see him with her aunt. What's his name? Taylor Caniff. T a y. What does he do? He does a meet and greet, hugs everybody, comes out on stage, shows his abs, and sings along to like top forty songs that are out. No, he does not. Yeah, and he sells out these places and sells like you know, and then it done a bunch of merch. <laughs> Two hundred dollars. Tell me, it's only white kids in there spending their money. I'm sure it's mostly white kids spending. Ah, uh, that'll but, get me but to I'm, sleep. But I'm saying like, uh, but he, it's it's Vine video, so so you know you can go and look at them. Right, and you look at his videos, and you're like, "Well, what does this kid do? This kid maybe like he can like sing, or he's like gonna become a rapper." Or so it's just like he'll be like, "My mom's always like, meh, 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 meh," and that's like the video, and it, and it's like you know, one million likes. Are you lying? Is there a way we can go on this thing? Yeah. That's Ta- the dude, Taylor Kniff. Taylor Kniff. Holy shit! Yeah. On April twenty fourth, okay, a tweet sent later deleted by Kniff. Well, that's okay. controversy. Let's. Oh, uh, he got some controversy going go on. His actual. This is a real don't, thing. Don't, don't, like don't. this, this kid is making. Yo, what up, YouTube? Um, y'all been requesting this challenge a lot, so I figured to do it. Oh you know? my god. <laughs> got sunglasses on inside because the sun shines in here really bad. But uh, yeah, that's why I have them on. Oh, and, uh, so don't yeah. go to his vine. Um, so how big that thing is. This is a con- a condom challenge. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know if that's him, but if you go to his vine, you'll see. That's the more like. Like right there, like his Vine videos. Why? Yeah. Do, wait, wait, how old is this kid? I want him Nine, dead. Nineteen. Oh, of course you do. I want him destroyed. This is a better thing. So you go to his thing because he's second videos. He's selling out. Wait, he's selling out theaters and theaters. selling merch. Theaters and selling. My, my daughter had two. Bra- I mean, it was just, it was a two hundred dollar day. What? Hmm. And what did she get? T-shirts? Uh, she got a hoodie, a book bag. These kids got to be stopped. 
They do, but no one's going to. These children have to be stopped. Because there's no volume on them. No, I just did it. I mean, it's... That's him right there. It's dick! <laughs> Yo, why you let Tippy marry you? Tip who? Yo. Tippin' his dick! <laughs> Yo, why you let Tippy marry you? I mean, look, Are you kidding me right now? No. That's the video? I mean, it's one of... Watch no, when I was talking to Jesse last night, <laughs> uh, last night, and I, you know, when I was talking to Jesse. Oh my God! You should have beat your daughter. <laughs> you should have went there and beat every kid in that fucking place. But she's like, I mean, that she finds that uh, humorous. She's Is it funny, but, but it's it's not. She's like, you know, he's a he's a nineteen year old with abs, and so they just learned how to connect with uh, these twelve year old girls, you know, and get them. On the page, I've talked. I've, I've talked. Oh. I've, I've, I've talked to production house. I mean, that's the whole fan base is 10, 12 year old girls. Oh, but I've, so this is like I've the... talked to production houses who have had because <laughs> they'll they'll take meetings with these guys because they have a million, two million followers on Vine. So these companies will meet with them, and they come in, and that's that is literally what that kid's quote unquote talent is. That's what he's known for. Is doing you know like screaming pubic hair and on Vine, <laughs> but he will. Uh, Lord have mercy. But he said they walk I in. I can't believe this. But two point one million followers. Yeah, these producers uh, say that they're like the worst. They keep meeting with them because <coughs> they have to. But the the producers they don't. They're like they're horrible. They all they come horrible. in like they're stars. Like they're barely interested in the meeting and. Just half in, half out. They're probably of it. making a bunch of money on their own without these uh, these meetings in the first place. They probably making. They got to be making some money. Oh, they're probably like to them. It's probably taking a step back to doing yes. more work for maybe even less, less money. money. It's yes. like the fat Jew. It's like the fat Jew. Yeah, it's exactly the fat Jew. He's a product of all of this. Jay was always a pro. The fat Jew. <laughs> Jay's always... the fat goy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's you know, a Jew. He's Jewish. Yeah. Jay's Jewish. Look I, how um, shocked Andrew Goldstein's face is that you want to describe. Well, no one was surprised by the fat part. <laughs> um, it's sickened him that you were Jewish. It's sickened him. <laughs> um, fat Jew, I, I only know about that thing for like secondhand that he was like taking people's jokes and everything. But he had like deals and shit. That's crazy. Yeah, apparently he uh, like he takes people. He, uh, Ted Alexandro was one of the people that he's, uh, he ripped the joke from. Cause Ted, Did Ted the call joke. Him? Yeah, well, Ted posted the joke. Sam Morell too, and the the joke that he used it was the same shit. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he apparently he's uh he puts products into his videos and then call the company and say, hey, I got this many views on this product for you. Send me some money, and, and they make deals with him. Apparently, yeah, he got five million followers or some shit on Instagram. Is he just like a? a I mean. You have to judge the human being that he is at that point too. I mean, like I that. mean, he's hustling it. I mean, it's a good hustle, but here's the thing: it's like, but it sounds like it's, it's 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 void of 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 any kind of morals. But that's it's it's so funny how like that's just like the inter comedian world, man. The rest of the world really couldn't give two shits. It's a shame. Fuck. It's kind of a shame. I played. Uh, was that? Were you there the other night when I was playing that thing about? No, you weren't. About Australia's Got Talent from a few years ago, where no. a guy goes out in the first round, the comedian. Really good looking guy. His name is Jordan Paris. Right. It's you can watch this on YouTube. It's Australia's Got Talent. He comes out and he has a he kills right on his first round set. He killed on it. Kills horrible. The he jokes was... are horrible. Oh really? It's just straight up horse. So you, what? You, you, you've heard everything. Doesn't matter. But who okay, cares? Okay. I, I don't okay. even have a problem with that. Okay. Okay. People do well with shitty comedy constantly on television. Right. Yeah. That's um, the definition of television comedy. Shitty. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. shit. So. uh... But it comes out in between 
rounds that he stole all of his material. Okay. It was all stolen. So he has to, it becomes big news around Australia. And That's he has the dude right there. That's his face? That's yeah, yeah. Good, right. good looking dude. He could sing. You know, he's none of those guys. He just wants to be famous. Doesn't really give a shit how and, and a path of least resistance. Like, well, steal jokes so I can get laughs, but who cares? And on this round, he kills. So he stole the jokes. Stole the jokes. And now the jokes he, were awful or him telling the jokes were awful? The jokes are awful. I'm telling him, but he kills. Okay. But they find out after the show that it's other people's that jokes. That it's But before his next round, they find this out. Okay. But he's already moved on, so they got it. I mean, they don't have to, I guess, but they do let him come back. And uh, <laughs> he's like, well, I, I'm going to do all my own jokes tonight and come back. I'll do my own jokes. He tries to take, like, you know. The high road? Not, like, the high road and at the same time, like, you know, laugh at himself a little bit and be like, okay, so. You got me. You that got, kind of shit? Yeah, but he just eats. It's one of my fa- You know, I love watching bombing things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He just eats shit hard. <laughs> but, but, but here's what, what is the bum out. I love it. That's the bum out of that scenario. He became a superstar after. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, he, okay, he that would have really. No, the bum out is that, uh, and, and you can go to that if you want to go to the judging of the second round, they fucking tell him they don't see a moral problem with him doing it. They go, yeah, man, he goes, you're meant to do this. Like, your delivery's great. You know, you got a great look. He's like, but just uh, go back to, like, taking jokes. No, they like, did not say that. He goes, go back. In the beginning of it, if you go back, there's, they're interviewing a different guy. If you back up on this video a little right. bit. He's one of the judges. He says in the interview, the judge, he goes, I don't know what the big deal is. I'm a musician. I do cover songs sometimes, so I don't see, that's I don't see what the that. problem is. And then when they do the judging at the end, he's like, they're shitting on him. They go, uh, you're terrible. Like, those jokes were awful. He goes, they go, you should literally go back to taking people's jokes. He goes, and then the guy goes, I know that's like a big thing in like the comedian's world, but oh, what a he loser. says like he's like no one cares. Like, he goes, you should just. He goes, my advice would be to go back to just taking jokes. And, and, Whatever and judge that. said it to him, I want to be pushed down a flight of fucking lava stairs into an AIDS river. Is this the second round? To be a comedian, when you're born with a face that looks like Luna Park, mate, you got no other option. <laughs> Getting up there and telling jokes is something I've always liked. Yeah, tell you. Yeah, wait, go back, go back, like a couple seconds. A comedian has admitted using material. Even more than that. I want you to hear the guy. Even more than that. Uh, yeah, I want, they're interviewing some one of the judges in the beginning. That's the guy who says. I don't like him or his big dumb teeth. No. A comedian has admitted using material from yeah, high here you'll hear it. comics and passing it off as his own. I'm a singer and sometimes right. I do cover songs. This kid's got a really hard time about stealing jokes, but at the end of the day, it's how he delivers them. You believe dumb it. fuck. I mean, does that make you want to punch uh, TV screens? I got another reason to hate Australians. <laughs> as if you needed one. Well, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Part three. <laughs> That's not a knife. Ah, uh, shut up. Um, That's a knife. Oh, this kid! I hate this dude now. You hate the dude, but and, and then if I hate you, if the you, judge. If you go back to that, if if you go uh, to the end of it, the right. judging. See if you skip ahead to the they judging. They give the motherfucker a good. That's when they no, say no, no, no. He bombs, and they don't say anything good. Keep going towards the end more. Look at this dumb face. Ah. Oh. Want to do comedy? I got to move to Pakistan. <laughs> no, go to the end, end of the video. This is when he bombing. Yeah, and then he sings a song at the end. Yeah, it was man. I am. Um, Keep going. I was really coming back just. Um. Keep going. I really wanted you to do well tonight. 
just think that the whole mess <laughs> you gotta go just got the keep going in the end. Yeah. yeah that guy there and stick to ripping off other people's stuff because your stuff sucks ass <laughs> it is not good now he's Wait, joking back, back up you ripped off other people's Here. jokes you delivered him well yeah oh. i know that in the comedian world it is it, they they're against that and they yeah. think you couldn't you can't do this and you can't do that I, I i say you know don't do your own material <laughs> save your own life <laughs> and steal other people's gear because yeah, yeah. that was no good Let that's a dumb that. fucking thing to say but that's but that's what people that are watching that's what a dumb but the layman will just asshole. go the layman will just go yeah he's right that's the judge for that big show that makes celebrities like that, so they just think he's and that's and then you look like a, and then you're, you're, the comedian's portrayed as like the bitch for complaining about that. Yeah, the, the oh. that's the fat Jew. I'm an aggregator. I'm a cultivator. Uh, I, I curate. Yeah, I'm he's a, a curator of jokes. I'm a curator. It's like, nigga, this ain't a museum, you bitch. Ah, oh, see, that's why. That's why God invented knives and guns. <laughs> <laughs> and Hispanics to use them. <laughs> it's Rodney. Get out there, Philippe. It's like, who would say, hey, just steal? Why would you say steal in anything unless you're trying to steal second base, motherfucker, in a baseball game? Listen, if it's a fucking bar show and they get three patrons and one of them says that, but these are supposed to be the judges who are making, like, the judges on these talent shows are supposed to be people who can kind of make your career. It just shows you what the, how slimy and scuzzy these fucking entertainment people are and these business fucking, so they go, it's disgusting. Jay's telling these jokes and he's fat or I got this super oh, handsome guy. Yeah. Uh, this that guy's very good looking. As people can't see, but he's a good looking. His dude. teeth looks weird. Of course, but my point just being like, you know, he gets pussy. That guy yeah, has okay, no problem yeah, getting pussy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he goes out and tells those jokes, and they go, "Oh, I could sell this guy way easier than this guy." You know what I mean? See, that's why we all we got. That's why all we have as comedians and entertainers is each other looking out for somebody ripping off other people's shit. It's what the LA comics do like about New York, and I will say it is. It may be only one of the differences. One or t uh, one of the very few differences between LA and New York comedy scene is that like New York does police itself pretty hard. Yeah, pretty hard. I don't think LA doesn't do it at all necessarily. I'm just saying, but in New York, it's just like LA. You can get away with it longer. You'd be scrutinized. Although the 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 changing of the guard that's happened here in New York, it's not as prevalent as it was. Like where people would be like coming down on each other. Right. It's I got agree. a little more LA in that because uh, because the bookers got more LA mm -hmm. because the TV shows are here and they getting more of like a LA feel to them. The bookers also got very uh, transient, also where it was like it's more about them well, than the comic. But, but, but when yeah. but when we came in the comedy, me and you, there was we were the middle to the tail end of like legacy booking people, right? Where it's like the person who booked the club was almost themselves like. Known right as much as the comics, Lucian at the comic strip, and Esty at right. the same, uh, you know, Louis Franda, yeah. and those, uh, you know, two Esty and, and Louis still stand. Uh, Lucian passed away, obviously, but right. most of the clubs, it's like one way, and then not that they're bad people or good, it's like, but then you know, for six months, there's a 20 year old kid who was an intern is now club, booking the fucking club, and, and it's, it's disgusting, and you have to re and then all of a sudden, you're wondering why, like. There's five open micers on a weekend show and yeah. because those are his buddies. Yeah, those are the yeah. guys he's been hanging out. And you're like, yeah, come on, man. It's just and, and it's yeah. uh, that's going away, and that's why it's hard to police itself now because they're just kind of pushing forward the faces. You know the what faces. I mean?
It's like new face fucking Montreal new faces <laughs> in in the clubs, which is ridiculous. This is awful because it's awful shows. The shows are not as good as when you got seasoned motherfuckers up there doing it. No, it's just, just the facts. And look, you have to phase out dinosaurs at some point. You're supposed to I phase. Your, that. You're, supposed yes. to, you're supposed to phase yourself out, but I mean, it just gets turned over to like the pe- A lot of times, when the people that I hear, without even giving names, it doesn't matter. But like the people that I hear are revered, it's like some of the people that are coming up. Now, and I go watch him, and I'm just like, "What? He's just doing like a." And by the way, I've gotten you know, yeah, he's just doing. When I was coming up, he's just doing a tell. Uh, he's just doing this. It's just dirty. It's but, and that's all fine. I'm not even griping about doing it. Like, but I was that was said about me, and that was what I had to work through for years to, to climb get to, to right. get to the point where I'm doing, where these guys just shoot up now, and you see him like half hour <laughs> specials and these big things, and you're like. These are horrible, like very. Ba- these are basic first three years in comedy s- s- jokes and sets. irony. I've heard it all. It's just things I've heard a thousand times, but there's no policing of that. There's no policing of it. And plus, the audiences ain't seasoned. A lot of these audiences, they don't know what the fuck a comedy, a stand-up comedy is. They go surfacey. They they'll just clap. clap. They'll clap they for a black face, guy with glasses and a sweater on. Yes, yeah, so a nerd black. <laughs> if nerd black is the new hot thing, then they're going to clap at nerd black. No shit. If you got a face that they recognize from somewhere, don't even know your comedy or anything. You could be Paris Hilton coming out there doing stand-up. <laughs> they, they will fucking go ape shit. A white guy wearing a flannel shirt and pointy dress shoes. Because <laughs> they don't, they they don't respect it. They fucking lose their states. They don't give a shit at all. They want to be with like this, the hip nerd. Yeah. And a hip nerd, it got maybe got five minutes of funny shit for you. No, the hip nerd. Uh, now there's that new thing of kind of taking your pride and like the crowd doesn't get it, man. You know, it's like learning how yeah. to like, like they bomb so much. Now they learn how to bomb to what they think is cool to their friends. Yeah, bomb bombing is winning to them. It's like, how about go murder, motherfucker? And, then, and then go murder with something that's like yours, very much you, and not just like. Some shitty joke about, you know, it's like, I mean, literally, subway jokes and airplane jokes are back. Oh, yeah, with a vengeance. (laughs) With a vengeance. You ever been on the subway? And like, yeah, we've all been in there, and we all know everything that happens. But you got to (laughs) remember that you got got new generations of motherfuckers, just like all these Williamsburg sons of bitches who Mm -hmm. just move into the city. They just want a subway now, so they don't know any subway references. So now when somebody young with a young, dumb face say the same old shit, they go like this, oh, he's a genius. It's true, and in their defense... I have to say, in their slight defense, <laughs> is that uh, I came in, and I, I can't speak for you on this, actually. Maybe you're not, but I did come in the comedy as a big student slash fan of comedy. Like, I oh, watched yeah, yeah. all everything, of it. Everything. Everything. To this so, day. So, like I said, I had a very big working knowledge of the comics that were working at the time that I started the years before the 90s. Yes, the guy the used 80s, to be young so in just, the club with my cousins. Yeah. And, and young, seeing motherfuckers before I even was allowed to be in a right. comedy club. Yeah, you were actually there. I yeah. just got, I'm just talking about. Uh, I remember when Colin was, Colin Quinn was a bartender. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just like I used to. Begging go, for time on stage. Phil, uh, Andrew, Philadelphia West Coast Video. You remember I was West 11 Coast Video? Was... I used to go to West Coast Video and they had a pretty great comedy section. I would yeah. get v- every weekend, my grandmother would take me there and I would get v- all the VHSs of like. They do the HBO half hour special yep. they had on VHSs. Yep. And, I mean, everything. Bobcat Gold. It's just things I would never even. Love I, I never, and the things I never even rewatched. Like, everyone would be like, oh, Steve Martin. That was the first, like, arena comic. And I'd get uh, his yeah. stance. Like, couldn't give a shit about it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't like it very much. But, but you wanted a, to peep it. But you I just wanted to, to know what it, it was. Yes. Yeah. And That's the only way you get perspective on what you want to do in this. But I never. That was, but I'm going back years before even thinking I can do comedy. I just thought it was. 
that's what helped develop my personality. Right. I'd watch stand-up comedy, and then I would go fat Jew that, at, but at school. Right. Not for <laughs> a living selling products. Not for selling products or making money. I'd go right. to school. And then, by the way, I would go, hey, I got this uh, Dice Clay, uh, Dice Man Cometh, uh, I watched the other day. And I would say, like, you know, he does, this is a joke yeah, he says. Yeah, I would says. do the same we thing. We all did and Eddie Murphy Raw. We all Raw, did Eddie Raw. Murphy Raw. I used to do even David David Letterman money. I would be David Letterman at my fucking all black public school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I liked the lines he used, and I thought they were funny. Mm -hmm. It was but, great, but but you but you don't. You knew where to stop that before. You don't bring that to the stage and say that's your product that you given out there. Dude, I've had people open for me in the road who who like oh, I, the I, hear, road I, I, hear, I hear them giving advice over my shoulder to another comic because he would you know the feature act kills. Do, uh, the the one guy opened for me the last place I was in Toledo, Ohio. Man, Jesus Christ, he sang on like, like eleven times in his set, <laughs> like singing, just nonsensical bullshit. And then some guy was like, you know, uh, asking about comedy and starting out in comedy. He's like, what do you do? Do, uh, do you ever like uh, take jokes and stuff? Like take other people's jokes? And he's like, um, he, like it was the process. He says. Um, yeah, in the beginning, that's what you do. You know, you take stuff, you find stuff online, you do like joke book jokes, you forget from other comics, and then but by the time people start, you know, kind of coming to watch you, you got to like start doing some more original stuff and coming up with your own thing. And I just like, that's I'll not bite, how you do I'll it. bite my tongue on most things and just let that go. Like, who cares? But you got to be, it's like, come on, man. Like, you can't believe that. It was, it was, it was more. He believed it. it was, no, he believed it. Oh, it was morally reprehensible if you did it ever. If Listen. I, 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 shit happens. I remember for two or three nights in a row, right? I did some joke where I uh, talked about uh, like a, a, a like something like girls like describing a girl's pussy and saying some of parachutes, like uh, like guys parachuting out of her pussy, right? And I was going, and I, I even said I was, I was like, I was like, go, 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 right? And then uh, three days later, I was driving to Philly. I remember that, and, and Skanks for the Memories, a tells thing comes on, uh -huh. and men's nipples should squirt things like motor oil or beer yeah, yeah. or little green army men. Right. Go, uh, go, go! And I just go, oh shit, okay, well, and I just go, never again, go. right, right? I go, right? I, I go, I clearly heard that before. It influenced my thought, but no, by right. way, no one goes, you just took a tells thing. I go. No, I, I yes, I did, I guess, but it's like I'm calling myself on it. Yeah, but that, that's I understandable. Don't, as an I don't want to go out there and do. I don't, right. Why would I want to be genuinely called? I can <laughs> right. imagine the shell that I would go into. Someone's like, "You just did, uh, you know, uh, David tells entire set from last night." I'd right. be like, "Holy shit!" Like, I couldn't imagine anything worse than that. Yeah, that's the worst nightmare for somebody who's actually genuinely uh, love this, love comedy, love stand up, and want to do it, and yeah. want to do it for a long time. But everybody's so, not like that. Some people just want to get in and try to get a hot fucking payday. And, and I, they can. Some of them can. And they do. Mm -hmm. And they do. There's no... Man, it's dirty out there. Definitely if you go out on the road. Out on the road. When you come home from the road sometimes, your jokes stay out there. <laughs> and they still get used. No shit. <laughs> it's amazing how many people really have a perspective on comedy that like... Well, you get into comedy and... And like, you steal. Like, dude, when, I got, when I got told I was doing my hour special this year... Right. Like seventeen years in the comedy, I like melt you know not melted down, but I was just I was like I was like wow you know, I, I got an emotional it meant the world to me right, and I feel like like most comics now figure like yeah about three years in you get like Conan or blah 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 and five years in you get a half hour special seven years in you do an hour it's like it's like it's just a that's just the way it goes, and then when when I see someone actually do that 
Right. Follow that trajectory. I'm like, I'm a, uh, I, I watch the hour. I'll, I'll be like, or the half hour, whatever Let's it's going to be. about. And just go, wow, this guy must be some kind of a fucking prodigy. And then you're like, this stinks. stinks. I would follow this guy at his family reunion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it totally stinks. But they, that's that's how people think. The mentality, motherfuckers just want it fast, want it now. Sure. And some the, the agents and the bookers are the same way. They mm-hmm. want to do the same shit. They don't want to work for it a lot of times. They just want to fucking get somebody who pops real fast and they can get as many products out before the, the public realizes this guy stinks. And there's, and I'm not even talking about, about myself here, but then, then there's so many guys who are like out of these classes who are uh, who fall through the cracks to some degree where it's like uh, guys were really hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I know so Kurt, many. But even the, Kurt's brilliant. Yeah. It's he's still in the fight. Yeah. Doing well now with me me and him are both, you know, Everybody's but me and him fighting, together. nigga. Everybody's uh, a fight. Joe List, man. How funny is Joe List? But like grinding it out, man. I know a million of them. Mm-hmm. I know a million names I can name. A lot of these motherfuckers not even in comedy anymore. And but oh, I, I swear no to god, they could follow anybody. They could fucking go on any stage, but life <laughs> sometimes take over. Man, There's other things a... pulling on you other than the stage. And then seeing it get past the years, then it goes the other direction where you start becoming like sad, and you're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> it's not a good, it's not a good look." You're like, "What? Happened? Reggie McFadden just vanished one day." <laughs> he went from fucking uh, Martin's episodes into, "Hey, do you want to buy gold in South uh, no South, shit. Uh, South America?" And then he just went fucking native, and I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> he just mean? went native and took off gold mines in South America and Africa." I don't think I want those <laughs> uh, gold mines. Then he came, uh, the and next, one of the, the funniest dudes I ever saw in my life. No shit. Then, oh my then god. He came, then he came the next year with. Uh, he has exclusive oil rights to Costa Rica, and he had my, uh, he had Carla, my yeah. ex, uh, who's a lawyer, he had her go over, like, document papers, and, and she told me, she was like, I think he just made, like, just pulled off forms off the internet. This has nothing to do, like... With anything. He said he wants me to proofread these pa- these documents for about him having... Ex- she goes, when he said it to me, he goes, so, not Texaco or Exxon or Mobile... Reggie McFadden has exclusive oil rights to Costa Rica. <laughs> he won it in a poker game. The country of Costa Rica. <laughs> Reggie McFadden's got in there and has exclusive oil rights. I got that forward on email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And shamelessly would come around asking people, he goes, You're like, Yo, you know what I'm into now? And you think he's going to talk about either like some kind of sports or some kind of comedy something or, or, or social media? Right. We're like, What? He's like, Gold, <laughs> like and he meant it, and Comedy. you saw in his eyes. And yes, you were like, he did mean it. And you were like, I, I had a conversation with him about it. This guy had the ability to craft good jokes, do great act outs, show up on time on sets, and act and do these things. And then at some point, you just break. You just, broke. You, your mind breaks because it didn't go the way you'd hoped. We're just assuming you it hope, broke, though. You, we you, just we don't have a medical uh, like. That's said. We're, we assume it broke. I, I mean, just like yeah. We're From assuming, what my eyes and ears tell me, <laughs> we're he assuming broke. it broke. But <laughs> I, dude, my, I'll be honest with you. Right now, I hope he's got like a fucking like a gold plated AK forty seven, like <laughs> in Costa Rica right now, guarding uh, his minds. Oh, uh, I wish, but I don't think so. <laughs> but wouldn't that be great if we're just wrong? I hope we're wrong. I, I love wrong him too. I love him to death. He's one of the funniest dudes ever. Sweet guy. Like really, Sweet I really, guy. really, uh, one of the guys who was like. Well into the game when I was young, and it was just like yeah. nice, to, very nice to me and stuff like that. But when I see it, yo, I, I'm not saying it to make fun of him. Uh, what was the David? Remember Dave Edwards? 
Oh, Dave Edwards. The guy yeah. was in the real world. He's another one. Of them. Oh, just yeah, like, Dave. Just yeah. One day, one day he was just like, oh, this guy's just snaps. It's just like he the, the business too. just got him. Remember, he pulled the he. That's the one who pulled the blanket off of uh, Kenny Anderson's uh, wife. Yeah. Wife. Well, she and wasn't at the time, but Tammy. Yeah. And Tammy. now she's still on TV. He's gone. Tammy Roman. Figure that out. Yeah, she's basketball on her wives. Third yeah. or fourth show now, mm -hmm. and he's gone. He's and he gone. was a big star. He was not a big star, but he was, he was on his way. She was like Chappelle. Chappelle backed him hard. Yeah. Put him in half baked. Yeah. Uh, he was in what House Party Three? Yeah, dude, Kurt. I remember he was coming around Boston Comedy Club right at the beginning. Yeah. He was still coming around Boston, but that's when he was falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's he he uh, hijacked Kurt. Kurt lived in a uh, Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Right. When we first moved up here, like Kurt moved up here a little bit like about three months before me. Right. And lived like in a converted warehouse space with these like two other roommates, and Dave Edwards just like. Finagled his way into staying with him for like two or three weeks. It I was remember a while. that. I, I, I think I do remember that. And, they, and Kurt was like, Kurt was like, uh, he's like, yeah, dude. Every day, he would make me sit down. He would show me like House Party Three again, <laughs> and like like his reel and the see. Stuff. That's my. That's like, horrible. It's just, it's, that's scary. It's, it's, yeah. If you're trying to relive your glory days th through a VHS tape, nigga. But the problem is like, no, you... not that one. That's the last track, and I wasn't <laughs> yeah. in that one. <laughs> But don't, but don't tape over it. Don't put. I took the tab off, so you can't tape over it. You gotta break off the little fucking plastic tab. That is sad. It's Comedy's not easy. We got no. a hard life, nigga. People think it's all laughs and giggles and fucking no. You gotta really fight for it to get a position where you can stay in it. Oh, it'll make it'll, it'll make you physically sick, like yeah. in your stomach. Like you could actually like feel ill from like this stuff you're like what the fuck that's why it seems like it's just a, a never-ending ass woman and you see what they're trying to do with billy burr right now with this caitlin jenner shit no there's shit. nothing that happened on conan o'brien nothing transish. That's sweet <laughs> i'm a pro i'm a pro <laughs> he did he said nothing let's play the clip can we play the clip or uh, let's play the billy clip because this this blew up into something and it's uh it's disgusting we have an ad we have an ad Hold that's on. an ad all right two seconds why the dog gotta be white here we go that's what killed me when Bruce became Caitlyn. That was like a national news story, like yeah. on a, at a ridiculous level. Right. There's like baby seals washing up on the beach because there's no fish left, and they're talking to this this lady, you know, <laughs> like so. Bruce, are you gonna go? Can your Olympic back handle a D D cup, or are you gonna go with like <laughs> something a little more perky? Way. I'm just saying, I miss that guy. I miss him already. <laughs> <laughs> he should have told us. He should have given us a chance to say goodbye. I love, you know, I watched him on the Olympics. Uh -huh. I watched him on Chips. I watched him on that horrible show my wife watched where he just walks around in the background. <laughs> and like, man, nobody listened yeah. to him. It's just, it was just, it was so sad. And then, I don't know. I don't know where. It's just he just all guys. Caitlin. Then you couldn't react. You couldn't on any level be like, oh my god, you know, what the f? You, on any level, you couldn't say that, or you automatically homophobic. It's yeah. like, dude, I didn't hear your inner thoughts. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. All of a sudden, you're supposed to. Dude, you shave your beard off. People were like, oh my god, that's your chin. Wow. <laughs> this guy walked out. A dude came back. A woman. You're just supposed to be like, oh yes. Anyways, Caitlin. That's all I was saying. <laughs> Ah, it's too funny. It's great. It's yeah. great and it's accurate. It, it, what's the, what's it, the it offensive is, part? It is accurate and like everyone flares up, but he represents like probably what the world's supposed to be. That's the yes. problem. Is like you have to accept it 
and ignore it somehow, even though it's being jammed in your face. That's why on I, every channel. That's why I said, like, uh, I, I don't get that. The 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 Caitlyn Jenner thing is a very good example. It's like I couldn't give two. It's like by all means, uh, Bruce Jenner, like cut your dick off or don't or do whatever. Throw it in the Become river. a woman. Blow dudes, fuck chicks still, have kids and I be a I assume you did already. <laughs> yeah. But all that stuff, it was like, it's like, I have, and I support your right to do that. I would fight, I would argue heavily for you to be able to do that. But when I see you, I'm going to be like, oh, freaky fucking Bruce Jenner became a, a weird, weird fucking chick. It's creepy. If it's I see, weird, but it, I don't care. Do it. If I see any 6'5 woman coming at me, I'm going to be like this, Lisa Lobo? And then I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be freaked out a little. <laughs> If you mean Lisa Leslie, nigga, or you Rebecca Lobo, or you whatever. You hike your shorts up and get in a nice I'll go in defense position. Defense. Nothing down low, you big bitch. <laughs> go on, try to drill between my legs. I got the hand going right back. <laughs> Nothing down low, bitch. <laughs> All elbows. I mean, if you see, I mean, you can't, it's, it's silly that you can't make fun of it. Because, first of all, that's the one way you're not treating them like everybody else. We make fun of everybody. Yeah. We're comedians. We make fun of everybody. So if you leave somebody off that list, now you're treating them like somebody different. You treat them like they're not part of a group of humans. Oh, yeah. So nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be left out of the jokes. If you're telling jokes on everybody, tell a joke on them too. Because then it means even more that you don't tell a jokes about them. But they really want to. It's more like the, the, you know the that we're here, we're queer, we're not going anywhere. There's like an added line that has like we're here, we're queer, and it's like but don't mention it. Don't, don't mention just, it. Just don't make it a thing at all. It's like well then don't. <laughs> And stop yelling that you're here and queer. <laughs> like, yeah, stop. Just be queer. <laughs> like, Money. Who gives a shit? Like, I don't know. Like, I I clearly know there's a, a a large portion of this country and the world that fucking goes, ew, I hate that. You know, what I mean, I I, I, I understand that. And okay, that's, but but like you're but you're, it's one thing to hate it. It's but, another thing to you know try to fucking abuse him for being him himself. But you're policing for the, your. But police, don't police poli my reaction to it. You're but they're policing. Normal reactions yes. for the stupid. Yes. Like you're always protecting the stupid. That's what society we live in. We that protect, is true. We, we protect coddle the, the fucking dum dums. So you're like, we have to let the dum dums, like the, the actual hate the people who hate this, know you can't make a joke about this. Like, absolutely, yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Over and over and over again. Bruce Jenner was a fucking decathlete and now he's contemplating getting his dick punched backwards. <laughs> like, that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. But, uh, but, you know, good old dick if, punching backwards. But I mean, if you met Caitlyn Jenner tomorrow, it'd be like, pleasure to meet you. Wow. Yeah, you know? hey, yeah. Who gives a fuck? Hey, right. are, hey, are you happy now, Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah, then great. Be happy. What do I, who gives a shit? Yeah. The interesting part in this story, I'm reading these tweets, they're not mad at Bill Burr. They're mad at Conan for laughing at the jokes and That's not shutting it too. down. I don't understand. Like, he what? had the responsibility to shut that shit down, and he laughed along and let the audience play along, too, by Conan. It's like, what the Conan is supposed to do? Uh, stop the laughter? Or no? Could you imagine the blogs That's that would so have dumb. existed in Johnny Carson era uh. when... Sammy this Davis. I mean, ruined, I, I, I mean, this I mean, fucking country's I mean, getting ruined. The racial, the the subtle or, or not so subtle racial jokes that would go out on that show when you get your Don Rickles, or whatever, yes. and Ed McMahon's like cackling, and they're all sitting there. You know, they did that famous SNL uh, sketch, the joke where they're all Johnny uh, Carson, Dom DeLuise, and Farley. They're all laughing and pissing their pants, like how oh, hard yeah, they would laugh. Yeah, yeah. But it really was like, and no one complained. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe one like. You know, Pony Express letter would show up about you know someone complaining, but the world just went into how it was. But one then or two tweets PC. mean everything now to these people. 
Now, this whole PC, that one or two tweets, could you think that Twitter's ablaze with this? Twitter's not ablaze. One or two motherfuckers with one or two followers said some dumb shit, and now they fucking running with that story. Because that's the storyline they would have go to. But it's the same thing we even talked about with, like, the slut shame, from going to anti-slut shaming to being like, come on, girls, like, don't wear bras and wear see-through tank tops. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It, it goes it's like this extreme thing. It's, where it's extremes. Like, well, as I'm saying, so the same, so the same thing where they go, well, yes, you couldn't have uh, the Johnny Carson level of like suggestive racial humor and stuff like that, or just like TV of that time, all in the family stuff like that. You couldn't have any more golden but it, age. But it goes so so you get to a point where it's like, hey, it's not that cool to make like harsh racial jokes. But which now I'm, you gotta have everything which sterile. I'm for. But more than that, yes, now it's like. No man, don't even if you're a white like guy on a, on a, don't do not write like a a pretty hilariously racist anti black joke for a white sitcom character. It just won't happen. Like the, you'll be right. shut you'll uh, <laughs> you'll be shut down. You'll be shut down. Rather than going like if you ask the the the, the common like layman black dude or, or girl like they're like no it's it's either funny or it's not funny. Like, I don't know. Like, they're not, they're not like, like the world is holding me down and no. even. No. You know, this sitcom is now saying, it's like, no, no, no one gives a shit. It's one or two people. Just like it's women, just with women, women issues, it's one or two women who like this, but they bark about something they don't like. Just like the, you think trans, transsexuals are all up in arms over the fucking Conan O'Brien show? <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're chugging cock in bar bathrooms. <laughs> yes, they do. They really live it. It's all these straight fucking nerds mm -hmm. who fucking like, I got to coddle these people and I got to coddle these and I got to wear AIDS ribbon, but I won't talk to nobody with AIDS. It's like, fuck off with your fake phony fucking Karen. It, it is. It's, fa it's fake phony Karen's. It's a... This, ooh. What's that? Uh, we got a... Yeah, there we go. We, that was all fake phony Karen uh, commercial. It's the same... By the way, the people writing those blogs are the same chick who's waiting for the nerd comic to finish coolly bombing. <laughs> like yes. you were saying earlier. It's the same... And the same girl, yeah. He's a phenomenon. I love the sweater. Yeah. They didn't get your Sylvia Plath references, <laughs> but I do. They're awful. So what do you think they're going to they're gonna attack by Conan now? Do you think this is going to blow over? Do you think this is going to be a thing with Conan? I think it'll blow With over. the transsexuals. I think it blows You think you're going to have to have, the, have uh, Caitlin come on the show? Because he laughed it out? at a joke. Because he laughed at a joke? I mean, if, if I was... You can't laugh I, at a... I mean, uh, I would assume Caitlyn Jenner's reaction to it would be like, uh, like it's more embarrassing to go on there and talk about him. Let's say, who cares? And then all these people, trying to, they're trying to figure out why Trump is getting all this fuck... Because people just fucking tired of shit. People tired of not being able to talk like human beings, like adults. Mm -hmm. Like, we're adults and we can't talk? That's why I love that. If I was a rich dude, holy shit, I would piss more people off. Because yeah. I would just go around, I wouldn't give a fuck. If I had a billion dollars, you could suck my dick and in my dick's ass. And no one can hurt, touch you. And nobody can touch you. That's why Trump's <laughs> having a ball. You think he, he's having more fun than anybody do, during his presidential election. Mm -hmm. It's like the Monopoly man on fucking acid. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> it is the Monopoly man. <laughs> he's, going, he's traveling around. High-fiving fucking Imagine dum dums all over the country. The Monopoly man yelling, driving around in a convertible yelling, who's got coke? <laughs> That's Trump's campaign. Get his dick sucked by a girl named Bunny. <laughs> Who wouldn't vote for that? <laughs> I mean, he's just making people just frustrated. I think that's why his poll numbers are going up and up and up because people, it's too PC everywhere. Everywhere you go. I don't care if it's McDonald's or your office. But that's what I'm it's saying. It's all PC. 
But but it's such a I think the misconception is PC leads to like this puritanical society. And it, it does not. What it's leading to Nazism. is Nazism. But it's also what it's leading. No, but I think the PC is also is leading to girls with their titties hanging out because because you're an asshole if you go like, hey, my kids are out here. Like, put your fucking tits away. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like your pussy hair is hanging out of the top of your shorts, you fucking dumb clam. Like, put it away. And then they go, you're shaming this girl for her expression of her pussy hair being out of the top of her shorts. It's not American. I hate it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what can we do, though? What can we do to stop it? I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, well, the, the, the sad part is that comedy probably is one of the front lines of being able to handle that. But I mean, Bill, I, I, I could, I bet Bill Burr is fucking, from what I know of him, I bet he's pretty surprised there was backlash from that. I think he's not totally surprised. I but think I he think thought there was going to be He's disappointed. Dude, the backlash that I got be. for the joke I did, the Michael Vick joke I did on, on Fallon. What? Like the, the, the heat I got from that was, I did, I did not expect it to be like, like, like th life threats and People threats are on my family. People are it's fucking gross. And you're like, you are really upset about imaginary dogs I made up in a joke. What was the joke? That Mike Vick was right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I said he's wrong. I said that I go, uh... He said, you said he was an Asian away from being right? <laughs> I, said, I said he was wrong. I go, he was terrible for what he did, but he's the quarterback for my team. So as long as he wins for my team, I got, every time he scores... For the Eagles, I'll throw him a dog and let him tear it apart like a werewolf in the end zone. <laughs> I said, just bathe in the blood to stay fast and young. And uh, that's a fact, sir. Uh, yeah, and then I said, if he wins the Super Bowl, I'll mail him a box of puppies and a photograph of me shushing. I you said that too. on what show? What you said Fallon. That? On Fallon, all right. And I thought it was balls. They let me say, say it. it, right? I was so I knew there was going to be some flack for it, but I mean, like how insane people are. They'll kill a human in over a dog. in defense of fictitious dogs, right? Uh, you know, uh, I literally had to, I'd tell my daughter at school. I'm like, hey, can you can someone walk her to the bus for the next couple of weeks? Because like, there's really, people, there's pe yeah, people are threatening. Like, maybe we'll take your daughter and, and feed her to some dogs. How about that? So you got my email. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm paying you to do this. The same thing happened with Amy Poehler, and what? she's not. She didn't even say it. Oh, with she the Jay Z just, baby. She just produced a show that included the line. Yeah, pissing on I Blue. I can't wait till Blue Ivy's old enough for Ray J to piss on her. No, R. Kelly. R. Kelly, R. Kelly sorry. You're mixing up Jay. your black people. That's Ray, know, offensive. Are... Ray J's going to fuck her uh, <laughs> on video. For Get your fuckers and your pisses right. Yeah, and she's a... getting death threats. Well, she deserves it. <laughs> Stop pissing on a little black baby, you fucking white whore. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Let me get the outrage calls. But, yeah, but it is. Uh... Yeah, people are just—they're absolutely ridiculous. But they're they ridiculous. But they have nothing better to do. I'm, I'm trying to get better, and I, I think I'm doing better. But like, I was very susceptible <laughs> for a long time to yeah. like a guy. You click on the Twitter thing, and it says like, "Blah blah blah is following you." He's got ten followers tops, and he's following me. But the thing he writes is like, you know, you're the most unfunny, fucking fat piece of shit I've ever met. Like, you make everything you're on worse. And I get back. And I, I even, I'm trying to even stop doing like the haha favorite it, retweet it. That's what I normally would do. But stop that, but doing I, but that. Always, stop doing that dumb shit. No, no, block them. No. no, but I'm saying, exactly. I, I, I fought that for a long time. People say, just block people. I go, that's kind of lame, dude. I just like, I'll retweet no, it. Who not. gives a shit? And it's like, you know, no, you know what? Not. That person's like, because no matter what, 
And it and again, it gets you get through your day. No one gives a shit. No, none of those tweets have ever broke my stride. No, but there's still that minute <laughs> of the day where you're like, all right, dude. Like, our only thing is to entertain. Right. We're pure entertainers. Verbal tap dancing. Mm-hmm. So there's there's such a pure thing to just doing it. Like, I want these people to like me and laugh. And when someone goes back, like, you are the, f- you suck dick and you're the fucking worst. You're like, Jesus, dude. It's like what? trying to hand out flowers. <laughs> yeah, and you kick it's, me in the balls. Yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so weird to be so, it's like, then just don't, yeah, we go, you're off on every show you're on. It goes, then just don't listen to it. Yeah, don't listen to it when you're on. So. <laughs> like, that's fine. I don't, there's things I don't like. I don't buy People that. act like you break stuff. in their house and go like this. You gonna <laughs> listen to what I got to say for four hours. Wake up, motherfucker. You ever been on the subway <laughs> and notice you can't hear the guy giving the announcement? I'm trying to find my train, motherfucker. Wake up, I said. People need the fuck. Why is the grill marks on airplane food? <laughs> <laughs> you got a grill up here. <laughs> the continental breakfast. Hey, uh, uh, it's also happening to Jeb Bush for using the term anchor anchor babies. Now this anchor and that's baby an thing. actual term. Yeah, this anchor baby is an actual term Ooh. by white people though. That's not trying. It's an actual term. Like Mexicans say it. Is it okay if we say? <laughs> can we say anchor baby? <laughs> anchor. Anchor. Yeah, <laughs> this is, is on Channel Seven News next to Sade Better Than Moi. Listen, yeah, the anchor baby is going to be it's going to be even bigger because this story is going to go for the whole campaign. Already, uh, Trump's guy came out on the CNN and said that uh, he was trying to explain that it's four. This is crazy math, by the way. He, they said it was four hundred thousand anchor babies a year in this country. So, an anchor baby is a Any, anybody U.S. Who comes born over, child of right. an undocumented Im- immigrant. Immigrant, right? Now, here's the thing: they said that that number was off that Trump's dude gave on CNN. Is there only really 350,000? <laughs> is that what they said? Yes! It was, yeah, it was only 50,000 over. The last time they did the count in like 2008. Now, it's, here's the thing, though. A lot of middle class and rich people from a whole, all countries around the world, g- g- when they're pregnant, they'll come to America to give birth so they kid to have American citizenship. Because mm-hmm. we're the only countries that do that dumb shit where you can come here and drop a baby and it's, like, uh, it's automatically American now. Yeah, Trump like wants to free, get rid of Like that. a base. Trump wants to rescind that. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Personally. We're taking it away? I don't think it should be automatic that just because you had a kid here that the kid's automatically American. It's like, like what? I don't, I don't think Is fart, this 1776? I don't think farting out kids should be your your uh, citizenship scam. Yeah, but that's, that's what they did. That's what it is. Like, that's the problem. But I, I'm curious about the... Uh, 350,000. About the backlash for the term anchor. I just thought that was like a term... But it sounds it's derogatory because it's, it's saying like you just came here with the sole purpose to escape whatever shit you're going through and to drop the baby off so you don't have to go back there. Like you're not trying to come in the right way. So it's like a, it's an underhanded fucking so terminology. It's, so it's just kind of saying it's, it's, it's making an accusation before you get a story. You think kind of. But I think I don't care what you define it as. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucked up practice. No shit. I'm not like hey, I'm off to fr- uh, France just to shit out a kid. So I, now I'm French. Yeah, this country's far too worried about That's other old countries than, instead of, like, stuff here. And like I said, like, you know, it, it, again, it's always about the problem is, like, having, like, the wrong spokesperson for shit. You know what I mean? Like, Donald Trump just sounds like a fucking yeah. old rich racist <laughs> asshole when he talks. So that's the problem. Uh, but but, but you know, so I'm saying, when you're like, so he's like, you know, we're building a wall to keep out these, you know, browns and Mexicans. And, and you're like, Jesus, he sounds so shitty saying it. But you're like... I wish there was someone that could more eloquently put, like, we have a population issue here, and yeah. it ain't getting any better, right. and we probably need to be a little more strict with the rule. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, and it ain't just like he needs to but, also. But, he, but instead of saying like, but, that, but that's the reality. That's like a diplomatic way of saying there's like an issue. He needs to also mention that it's also it's not just South Americans and Mexicans coming in here illegally. It's a shit ton of Canadians Canadian, here that sure. don't go back. That don't go back to Canada. They just don't. But they. But I'll tell you <laughs> what, man. We will. Uh, I just know from from comedians who've had. They will fucking catapult your ass right back, though, if they catch you. If they catch you, they'll get they you don't, out. They, they don't just give you, like, the, oh, you're a lily white Toronto oh, no, person. Like, no, they're like, they're like, get the fuck out. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen him be, I've seen a girl and a guy comic, both, who tried to come under the radar. One in New York, one in L.A., and, and they got sent back and, like, can't even go over to work. They'll try. They try to get And sometimes you can get over. Right. Somehow, you know, like, just have, I know a, have, a, have, a, have a border agent who doesn't give a shit, but... right. Uh, most of the time, like for like the next like five or six years, man, you really have to like appeal it and stuff. You can't even come back to visit. One of my good friends, who you know high. too, fucking Seamus. That's not his mm-hmm. real name, so we can say it. Yeah. This motherfucker. Now he's Irish, and he was in the country for a long time. Then they put they put him out the like he went out the country and couldn't get back in. Mm-hmm. So he had to fly into Canada. <laughs> and this mother, this is during the winter time. Jog across. He the walked across the frozen lake mm-hmm. that has the sensors on it. They got sensors out there that pick you up if you're out there. So this thing has to stay close to the ice. He felt like, like Catherine Zeta Jones. Yes. He had to <laughs> go through the fucking lasers in a, in a cat suit. <laughs> this motherfucker did this, and this is miles, and he had to cross right up outside of New York over that fucking lake, and then walk. This is winter time, and then I was like, "Money, you deserve America because." Who would go through all that shit to get here for to work at the fucking I so mean, and so? Yeah, no shit, man. You're always like digging tunnels, and you know you feel bad when you hear those stories of like uh, what do they call he them? Heard like the, the coyotes? Ice what do they call the coyotes who get the the vans and charge like a gazillion dollars to fucking to sneak you in? To sneak you in? Yeah, it's like pretty shady and scary looking and Nigga, all that shit. This motherfucker was on an ice lake that was cracking at night, like three, four in the morning. Just and so if he go in, nobody's saving him because he nobody even knows he's there. And then when he gets there, by the way, he's just in like what, like fucking Buffalo or whatever. Yeah, he's like, just out. He got to walk there yeah. to like some fucking gas station, trying to get to a bus station, to get to and a, to try to get to maybe a hotel or you know whatever. That's I was like, nuts, holy man. shit, that you really wanted to come to America. <laughs> That's great, though. you know. I don't, again, like uh, you know. But if they, they still catch great, him, they're gonna great. throw his uh, throw his ass out. Of course, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be out of here. And he can't leave the country. Like he can't go visit his family over there because once you go, you're, you're out. <laughs> he work, That's why he works like a hunchback, just like blacksmithing in a, in a basement somewhere. <laughs> he just does. He does old. Sure. He does. He does old Irish work. <laughs> I'm a leathersmith. <laughs> He's making horseshoes on 86th Street. <laughs> He's he's wielding swords. What an idiot! Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> hardcore though. That's yeah. Omo, you happy? You don't have to be a part of that. It's nice to be. Born here? I mean, thank God. But I, I think they should change that law, though. I think I don't think that should still apply that just because you have a kid here that there's American citizen. Now, it's like, what the fuck is all, everybody else struggling here for generations and generations to get here, to yeah. live here? Well, it's funny, like, it's, it, it, on the tone of how you say it, how they describe even, like, and I, and I hope I'm not misquoting uh, Trump's idea, because they go, well, you know, if someone has an anchor baby, like, that baby's a citizen. It's like, and they catch the parents, like, you know, like they're like worried about like, well, Donald Trump's you saying send these people back, and the kid's a citizen like, here, and he's like, oh no, no no, like take your kid too, yeah, take the kid too, <laughs> and people are like, they're saying that's an insensitive thing, like uh, uh take your baby, it's like no, take yes, like he's sort of like yeah, it's like are you are you angry at him because he's like well yes, take the whole family and get it, like you can't use this baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> like what, what other you... countries do? Is England doing this? I don't think so. Is France doing it? Doubt it. I don't know what their like fight to what you got to go through to, to get citizenship or, or working visas there. I know a lot of comedians from like other like uh, Australia's and all other places. You know, they seem to always they, have it worked they out. They always go to. A lot, I shouldn't say always, a lot of them, even Canadians, right, will often go to England first. And then come in through England? And then come in, but not even, I'm not so much like a one, like a, like a, a day or two day trip of travel. I'm saying when they want to move here right. and figure out citizenship, it's much qu easier to go first to do uh, England, and then I think it's easier to get your American one, like after that. After you go to England. Yeah, a lot of them just go to England. Jim Jeffries was like very, like, before you ever even heard his name, mm -hmm. he already had like TV shows in England. Right. Like he, yeah. he went there from Australia. Now, I'm sure when he left Australia, he wanted to just go to America. I mean, everyone wants to come to fucking him. You're not, you're not famous till you're American famous, really. That's just the truth. Right. You can still be have a nice life, though. You could have a great life. You could life. have a great life. Probably a better life because you don't have to have all this dumb scrutiny as a fucking American media is going to put on you. Sure, yeah, yeah, but there's still like, you, there's that itch though. You want to fucking. Oh, you want, yeah. You want to, we had to walk down. I mean, if Coldplay was just, you know, big in like, you know, Cold who? Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? Cold. Cold Play. That must be white America, huh, Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, the, the, the Beatles' big deal was that they fucking Ed yeah. Sullivan show. Yeah, yeah, that's, break that's, the, that's the break. You got to break in America because all the money's here. Mm -hmm. Everybody got expendable fucking dollars or. This is America. This is the place to go. You got yeah. extra money to buy your dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, economy's falling apart, but everyone's no oh. one chinches on entertainment. Oh, we always got money for dumb shit. Yeah. Now food, ugh, yeah, you might not eat Xbox Live, though. but that cable's you on. Know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hover hoverboards. Yeah, hoverboards. <laughs> hoverboards at the we them boys. <laughs> that was great. Well, the whole all the bread in America will have a hoverboard soon. We got a lot of shit to talk about though. Hoverboards. Who are you voting for? You voting for somebody? You voting for Trump? I've, I've never voted ever. Ever in your life? No. Nope. That's how good it is to be white, huh? <laughs> you just walk around like, ah, I'll figure it out. I just assume whoever wins has my best interest <laughs> as a white man. That's what Obama two times happened. <laughs> good. Keep sleeping. <laughs> so you're not you going to vote this time for president. This is too yeah, heated for you to stay out of it. Yeah, I might. Jay, you fucking bastard. You never did jury duty either, did you? You're not even a registered <laughs> no, voter. I never did jury duty. You worse than a fucking undocumented citizen. I've been called in for jury duty, and I showed up, and they were like, can't wear shorts. <laughs> this must like, have been they're, they're years like, ago. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to be registered voter to even get called in for jury duty. Yeah. So you might have fucking registered in, like, high school or some dumb shit. <laughs> I, remember, I remember right through high school getting in trouble because you had to register for... Some kind of service or like civil service? Is that what oh, that yeah. Is? Like you, that's basically 17. Jury, duty and shit like that? Or when you start possibly, turn 17, you Possibly the draft and all that kind draft. of shit. Right. Um, I remember getting in trouble for not doing that and having to do it. What, what kind of trouble did you get in? What did they do to you? They make you know. It's like, oh, they, they'll see you a letter. They basically, it's a letter, but it's like one of those, like, you're going to be in, like, legal trouble if you don't get this handled. And your social security number won't work when you try to apply for a job. Yeah, is that what they'll do? Yeah, they'll, they'll do that. They'll make you just not, I mean... That's crazy. You got to fight for the country, baby. But uh, who am I? Who would I vote for? I mean, I, I, I jump more on what's going on. I mean, for the pure novelty. I mean, I really don't vote because I'm part of the school of thought that's just like, does it matter? Yes, yes. Does it? Yes, it matters. It matters. I don't think a lunatic is ever going to really get in. And and, and I, I just think it's a, the worst it's going to be is a, a George W. like puppet type guy who's just controlled by... Shitheads, but it's all controlled by shitheads. No, it can be worse. It can be a, a, a dude like Richard Nixon actually breaking the law and fucking trying to cover up shit. 
There's a lot of cover up shit. It could be Whitewater. It could be Clinton shit. It could be a lot but of they're shit. They're all covering something up. Yeah, but you know, it's a matter of how big it is. Sure, it's like yeah, that's like you know, uh, yeah, Watergate versus getting your dick sucked in the Oval Office. I mean, I'd rather have a guy who's just covering up getting his dick sucked in the Oval. But Office. But they also had Water Watergate that was uh, more than just getting your dick sucked with the Clintons. It was a motherfucker's actually coming up dead. Who used to date? They, it was rumored that he had an affair with Hillary Clinton. And he showed up dead after he got that money from that fucking situation. Sure, yeah. Isn't yeah. there a famous thing? Did, didn't <laughs> it's fucking, more than his dicks. Didn't fucking, uh, even this kind of goes back even to... Caitlin, that dude came Caitlin, up dead, which was Caitlin, weird. Caitlyn Jenner being involved in some shit. Didn't they, they always, I think all the Seth MacFarlane cartoons, like Cleveland and American <laughs> Dad, always make reference to, and they really try to point out that Laura Bush, like George W. Bush's uh, wife, wife, yeah. Like, kill, like vehicular manslaughter, like uh, killed somebody with a car. Is that? A, I think, like, we I think that and, might be true. I think yeah. it happened. I mean, <laughs> ah, you man. get to accidentally kill one hey, person Ted your whole Kennedy, life. Kennedy, Chappaquiddick. Well, that wasn't by accident. He drowned that bitch. He left in the car. <laughs> he fucking. He, he gonna jump he, back he in. He was big adventurer. He just rode her off the road. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, and then Caitlyn Jenner just got, was involved in a car yeah, accident. Yeah, she's where actually died. might get charged with um vehicular, vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, because but, her car actually—I can say her, even though she was Bruce when it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, really? Yes. So he could be like, she could be like this. It wasn't was me. La- it was like last year. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, it was. I thought it was like very, <laughs> yeah. very recent. Well, the charges are just happening now. But yeah, she bu- actually her car hit the back of somebody else's car and pushed her into oncoming traffic, and she got killed. Wow. So I guess you got to kill a woman to become a woman. <laughs> <laughs> there could like, only be one. It's like Jim Morrison with the Indian spirit. He goes, when I saw that dead girl on the road, her spirit leapt into mine. Should Caitlyn pay for the crimes of Bruce? Yes. Oh, you have to. I hope Caitlyn Jenner is in women's prison just dick dangling in the fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> just that mule cock knocking around between the fucking thighs. Where do you lock her, where do you lock her up? Well... If you, let's assume that Caitlyn Jenner goes to jail for manslaughter for, I don't know, six months a year. I don't give a fuck. Where do you put her? Here. Yeah? Right here. Men's. You put it in the men's prison? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you can't. Didn't we learn this from the, remember they had the, uh, so you the remember they had the, the, Orange is the new black. Remember, remember they had the <laughs> tranny do uh, MMA? And then you're like, oh no, that's still a dude. Like, watch this man with a pussy beat the shit out of this poor girl. <laughs> yeah, that's what that. happened. It's the same. Dickless. Like, you can't put a dude in fucking. So you tell me you're gonna put a dude with a tuck back dick and big fucking tits well, in with the dudes. Well, hey, lady, you wanted to fucking be a girl. Welcome to fucking. You're gonna be in yeah. Dick Central. <laughs> his, his name was Fallon Fox. He was the MMA fighter. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That he, uh, yeah. Just annihilate some poor girl. Beating the shit out of a woman. <laughs> oh, dearie. And then just fucking throwing these crazy slugs. Dr. Dre's like, why didn't I think of that? He <laughs> <laughs> could have done that years nah, ago. Nah, I got a pussy, yo. <laughs> just tucking it. You can beat the shit out of Miss totally. LA. <laughs> Is he could choke Michelle A out in a fair one. He's like, yeah. She goes, I just found out my girl's cheating on me. I'm going to go get breast implants and rough this bitch up. <laughs> Come back with titties just fucking <laughs> dropping elbows on your chick. Is that the Fallon Fox right there? Yeah. You got to see if they have the fight, the fight video is just Oh, uh, look hilarious. at this fucking, this bitch knows she a dude. They have the fight video? Can you find that out? I mean, it is so I great. mean, how, yeah, isn't she Puerto Rican or something? Yeah. Yeah, How I did mean, that even legal and fight in a fight game? I like, by the way, and they always go like to like Fallon Fox, like 
Anytime, I mean, Caitlyn Jenner is like the least porn of all tranny names. <laughs> they don't like oh, to come yeah. out of the gates with like a. And you know, Brody's girlfriend name is Caitlyn too. <laughs> Bro, oh, really? It's a lot of weird shit going on with that family, man. You ever yeah, see Brody's that? You see girlfriend? That, you is see Caitlyn. that dude? That dude has a Brody Jenner's got like a what a, a radio show that they make a, a TV, TV show. show yes, it's a the, Sex with Brody. It's the most. Uncomfortable, no, shitty thing I've ever seen in my life. I'd rather watch Caitlyn Jenner turn it into Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> than Slowly, watch that Brody Jenner show. with a butter knife. <laughs> yeah. A dull knife and an audience. Yeah, look how fast it's like a dude beating up a girl. This ain't right. It's horrible. But Fallon Fox, you always got to pick up like a porn name for yourself. So how did they figure out that Fallon Fox was a dude before? Oh, I think she, I think she, I think she fought to be able to fight in the girls. I think it was like a... Like she made an effort, like, no, I'm a woman, I should be fighting in the and they and they so, finally said yes, and then it just like it was like an annihilation. So how is like twenty let's say she's twenty three years old as Fallon Fox? How is twenty three years of fucking testosterone? <laughs> oh, they look they proved it was a mistake. But Certainly. the three girls died. <laughs> we were wrong. She ripped bitches' arms off. <laughs> well, one girl got her orbital bones broken, her eye socket. But uh, so she knows now it probably isn't cool to fight a dude with tits. <laughs> she choked one of the girls out with her own fallopian tubes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was unfortunate. With your penis, pussy. Let's see some of this fight. Let me see some of this. This, this future sense. America. <laughs> Give me a <laughs> we're all going trans. This is brutal. Oh, man, you can't just be beating up on... But just because you take your penis off, that means you're a woman now? And you can fight women? No, it should not be the case at all. So this is banned now. They can't... Non-transgender girls can't battle. I, 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 I could check that with Luis J. Gomez. He's my MMA go-to guy on that stuff. But uh, it, it's definitely like... Uh, you sort of show those on half of I think it's not okay. It says, is this fair? It even says it there. It's like, no, probably not. No. Beating on a woman, okay, is this fair? Transgender beating on a woman in MMA. But you know, you want to hear something weird about this. Where was Joe Rogan was all this was going down? But you know, let me look, at, look, look at the throwing around. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I saw the same thing happen on the subway a couple nights back. I mind my business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't get involved and fucking take a picture for Twitter. <laughs> Can't do both. It's impossible. And she's just leaning on her like this. Well, the girl, the other girl, did say she will take the fight, though, right? Or she had no choice sure. about the fight. No, no, of course. You have a, you have a choice. Oh. Sure. oh man, oh man. How is that? I mean, you're getting those are man punches. That's man hammering punches. down this girl. I mean, the girl's pretty tough. That's it. That's is she choking her out? Yeah, oh, she breaking armbar, armbar, armbar. But yeah, again, too, you have. Test, years of testosterone arm barring a woman. I mean, like you yeah. break their arms so quick. You know, I don't I understand. Think, I think the interesting thing of that though comes <laughs> up. You know, what's interesting about that. Even if you know uh, she's transgendered, Fallon Fox is on a subway, and a dude fucking comes up and like knocks her out. You still get it. You'll still get an internal feeling of like, oh man, that dude just knocked the fucking. Chick. You still have that vibe of like, oh man, you knocked out a chick. If you saw someone hit. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner now, you'd be like, you're fucked up, dude, but you wouldn't have thought that. No, I would have still thought it. Anybody punching anybody in the face for no reason? Not, I... for, no, not, not for no reason. Like if they were fighting? I'm talking about an, uh, an argument that becomes violent. For He's whatever still reason. 65. If it was a 65-year-old man fighting him, maybe. Sure. No, let's just say, yeah. let's, let's, yeah. just say let's just say square on everything except okay. gender. Okay. 
Yeah. Everything's square. Yeah. You're still like, oh man, you just fucking knocked that. Because you also would impl imply somewhere inside you that like, if they if a guy wants to become a woman, he's probably sort of soft, too, as like a yeah, person. Yeah. There's a softness to them, even though we've watched Bruce Jenner be a decorated athlete. Right. But he had like, a gentle. There's something soft. Side. soft I mean, now again, now he's also an older man too. But if you do that even young, you just, there's got to be some sort of softness to you. It just surprised. You would assume, me. At least I'm saying the, to, to the uh, the spectator, you would assume that. Yeah, you assume that he got like a mature, like a maternal type of fucking softness. Because though, you don't, because because Fallon Fox, I find in a precarious situation because she Fallon, don't. I also don't know if I want to watch Fallon Fox. I mean, I want to see it for the spectacle. But I don't know if Found Fox should be fighting dudes in her weight class either. No. What about other trannies? Oh, not trannies. I can't say trannies. Transgenders. Why? Ain't trannies the wrong word? You can say it here, buddy. You're in a safe place with me. You're right. Who's listening? You're right. Nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Opie to it's get just, mad. It's just Monday morning work week <laughs> at primetime drive hour. Not only that, she was in the Navy as a man. Fallon wow. Fox? So she knows how to fight. How can you oh, live she knows all how to, that? She knows, she knows how to be gay. <laughs> she knows how to tuck it. <laughs> how can you live all that man life and then it's this for a weekend and now you're a woman all of how does that work? It's a you know I can't, it's, a mis, I can't it's, a, it's, a, it's a misfire in the brain, man. I can't with this. I just can't do it. I it's just a, can't. It's, a, it's a misfire in the brain. What? Just a, one day not better not even be one day if it's something you know, uh Bruce Jenner claimed that it was something that was haunting him his whole life. It's I tell you this, it's, though. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a deviation, but I don't think it should be condemned, but it's a argue. That's what Bill Burr, I think, is almost trying to say. Right. It, should it shouldn't be, be condemned, but how can you not say it's fucking freaky and, like, wrong in the sense of, like, it's just not the natural order of things. Although people do make arguments that I've... The only thing that's ever dispelled that, by me being very adamant about that, is right. that when people go... Uh, Maybe it's like the natural progression of solving overpopulation, like homosexuality and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, Stop I'm like, it. I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Overpopulation. It's most of this planet we don't even use. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> most of this, we only live on a coast of every fucking country. <laughs> we have to make water world real. <laughs> I'm going to drink my own pee. I would love it if somebody with gills. We have the fucking shun niggas with gills. <laughs> <laughs> you gilly. <laughs> fucking gillers. <laughs> the gillies. The gillies are here. It's nothing but wall to wall gillies. Great. Here, you know that gill used to be in the Navy before it became a gilly? Are you fucking kidding me, fucking neck breather? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not MMA fighting some gilly. <laughs> Yeah, we'll always find ways to hate each other, won't we? As a species. Without a doubt. I want to talk about this Chris Carter shit, too. He talked yeah. to the rookies. What's up with Chris Carter? He's like, he's... He only catches touchdowns. He has, a, but he's an old man now, so he's he got like old man barbershop mentality. Like, he say, <laughs> he say shit you can only say in the barbershop. It's like, nigga, just say it in the barbershop. Don't say this in public. So Chris Carter was uh, speaking to a rookie symposium where he's trying to, you know, teach the young cats uh, how to behave, right. give them good advice from a veteran. He said, just in case y'all not going to decide to do the right thing, if y'all got a crew, you got to have a fall guy in the crew. <laughs> you got to have one to take the heat. I picture it's advice he's giving while he's sitting in a barber chair, getting his eyebrows just for men. Just like, he's got dye in his eyebrows, just sitting there like, oh, now, let Philly? me tell y'all motherfuckers song. I, I let my own boys know, y'all want to keep rolling like this? Then I need to know who's going to be the fall guy, who's going to be driving. Y'all not going to do all the right stuff now. I got to teach y'all 
how to get around all this stuff. I love hearing your black scent, by the way, Andrew Goldstein. I, I clean it up for <laughs> y'all, the radio. Y'all. But how, how funny is it, though, that he'll go, uh, and yeah, it's like, it's like almost like Chris Carter like blacked it up for the speech. Who, Chris Carter? Yeah, it doesn't really seem how, the, even like the, the writing of that doesn't seem how he talks. Regularly. On, on NFL a, Network. No, he don't talk like that on NFL Network. Inside the NFL and shit like that. It seems like, you know, and he's like, now y'all motherfuckers better get yourself a motherfucker going to drive that bitch. Because y'all can't be playing around out here right. busting out with that pussy and shit. Busting bitches backs out with your money. He's in front Instagramming all up in your place. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. You don't say that in public. First of all, you telling them, hey, you know you need to break the law. So if you do anything bad, you say you ain't do it, you blame somebody else. <laughs> and you make sure you have. So you lie to the police. Like Ray Lewis. You lie to the police is what he's telling in public to them. Yeah. <laughs> in front of other people. <laughs> Chris Gar Chris Gar is like, I threw Randall Cunningham under the bus 15 <laughs> times in my career. <laughs> I don't know. Where was Randall Cunningham on the night of April 18th? <laughs> And the thing is, a fall guy is something you don't discuss with your crew. Your crew, you just pick one. You don't you tell the nigga. Yeah, the guy you like the least yes. is the guy who's going to eat the shit. You tell him you like him more than you like him, and then he eats some shit for you. You like, y'all picking up Ray? Nigga, we ain't picking up Ray. <laughs> Let Ray get there. We Ray get there. <laughs> me, me, me and Lewis and Dave got... Uh, y'all be using Dave as got, a scapegoat. No, nigga. it's funny. It was actually Lewis. We, okay. were, we were all... Uh, he is the Puerto Rican. We were smoking weed out by the cellar, but like down like Manetta Lane. Oh, yeah. Of. And cops put up, and we just th we threw it away real quick. But they just stopped us anyway, right? And uh, and they had all three of us. And Dave just—they didn't really see Dave doing anything. I think they saw me, like, or Lewis passed to me, or me passed. I think Lewis passed to me. I threw it away. Okay. Um, the cops pulled us over, and like they, they just like it was so funny, man. Like they were like they were like you get out of here to Dave, <laughs> and Dave took off, and I was like I was like sir, I'm really sorry. I don't know what's like, but I'm like a comedian. I'm working at the club around the corner. He's like. All right, then you get out of here. I'm like, thank. <laughs> it's like, like Lewis oh. just said. <laughs> they let Lewis go too, like 30 like, seconds later. But, right. it was still, but it was just like, none of us were waiting to see if the other ones were getting off. Like, we were just like, <laughs> we're like, like, oh, cool, thank you. That's your white friends for you. <laughs> Five O come around. They bounce, baby. They will bounce on you. Uh, me and Lewis have been up against the wall two or three times together, like idiots. Smoking always, always, always feels stupid. Yeah, I got caught Jersey. By. Jersey catches smoking. No, man, fucking New York. It was, That's it, what it, Buddy it, 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 got it was that time, and it was uh, over by Eastville Comedy Club one time. But it's like a yeah. There's, oh. there's, the, there's the detectives, man. Oh, Ari Shafir has no fear of walking around smoking weed in the city. Uh, dummy, fucking my girlfriend Christine uh, has told me she's like walked around smoking. I, I walked around uh, and smoked, but I still, I still keep yeah. the eye out. I still keep but an eye you, out. But you also, you smoke. Uh, with a split, spliffs, yeah, yeah, yeah as tobacco. So it's a little even more. It, it looks like you have a lot of evidence that you roll your own cigarettes, right? Right. Well, even when I see them, I hold the tobacco out like this. Yeah, I still have a drink. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not even. I'm not even necessarily against it. If you, uh, they'd be like, "Oh, he drumming it. It's just drumming." It's just drumming. <laughs> <laughs> if you, uh, if all you have is a joint, yeah, may I? I, I could definitely be convinced to do that in the yeah. right circumstance. But if you, if I have a joint, if I'm smoking a joint. And I have my weed on me and stuff like that. It's like, uh, that's just insanity. Yeah. To walk around. Dude, you're asking to just get, I mean, now you get a ticket, I guess. Now I, it's I, less. I, I've never been like, yeah, now it's I've less. never been caught with it since, uh, I've actually never been caught with weed before, but I've been like detained to find out if I have Oh, I, yeah. I've been pulled up like they smelled it on, like I was yeah, smoking yeah. And right in front of the olive tree too, right in front of the economy cellar. And I was out there, it was one of the dick cops. It was a, wasn't one of the regular cops that we already know from down there. It was like mm -hmm. some newer dude, tall dude, wanted to fucking prove. So he was like, uh, he saw me put it out too. 
And yeah. I was I didn't have any more weed on me anyway. I was waiting for the connect. <laughs> You're waiting for your guy who did an about face. He did a hit. And then he took my ID to, <laughs> he turned right around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing air guitar to himself. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Gnome and uh, Ava came running around the corner and was talking to the cop. But the cop just took my ID and was, but he now ain't have nothing on me. Yeah, and they're just making, you know, they're looking for, like, warrants. The, the cops, fucking jerk-off cops, just looking the fucking... He's like, if you tell me, then I'll let y'all let it... Yeah. I was like, nigga, I ain't telling you shit. They're I said I ain't to, have shit. They're trying to make their night easy, man. You get a nice, easy arrest like that with a person who's not going to fight and resist. Yeah. And, and has and does have things to lose. Yeah. They get a nice, easy, long... Man, I got arrested one time in New York. Oh, no, for, I never got arrested. Uh, I, got, I got arrested for an uh, unpaid seatbelt ticket, you know, and then my license was suspended. I didn't know. Oh, they pulled you over. I got pulled over oh, okay. for uh, a taillight being out. They ran my license. They go, things that we have to arrest you. Really? There's no, I can't just have, like, Carla take over driving? No, we, we already ran your thing. We have to arrest you. That's so, some... So, I, I, and I, I, the process for the, those cops, I mean, I was their whole shit. Pleasant, not making a fuss or, or causing problems. Little old... Me, just wanting to get through this fucking shitty night. Right. Uh, I mean, they were with me for seven hours, those cops. What? Transporting me to one station, then you got to wait there for two hours while they do paperwork. They gather you, took us to another station in Harlem, picked up like five or six and other guys. Central booking? Put us in a, uh, like a, like a fucking bread delivery truck almost. Look, it was a cop. It was a police van, but it was like, you know, like a U-Haul. Right. They shove us all in the back of. And have you hold on to bars? They give you a rough ride. It was a I rough mean, ride. they do. They fucking they take you right down Park Avenue, hitting it was crazy. Three fights almost broke out in that we couldn't see. It was completely black, and people just being sweaty and next to each other, just guys trying to fight in while they were shackled together. Wow! And then central booking, and then by the time that whole process was done, man, it was like seven hours uh, before I went into the cell, and then there was like ten more hours of in the cell. Wow! But like the seven, those cops, that was their whole. Simple shift, and they're not protecting and serving and fighting crime. They got to fucking get a nice, easy, safe night running me <laughs> through the fucking ringer for an unpaid seatbelt. You know what I mean? That's, that's ridiculous. Like, that's so, like, it's yeah, it is. It's really stupid for a seatbelt. Give me a ticket or a summons, and let my fucking wife take over. Dry who? I'm not a vi you didn't catch me with a fucking bloody machete in my fucking trunk. I don't understand it's insanity. that. Oh, my God. All right, we got to take a break. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. It's Race Wars. It's Race Wars taking over Opie with the Jimmy. They gone. We here. Kurt's not here, but I got this. Big J's in the I'm house a with me. I'm a soldier in the race wars. You are a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Peace. Race Wars. We'll be right back. Uh, that's something hot. That's something hot right there by the Super Humanoids. That's a hot song right there, man. Ancients in uh, Venice. You like that, Jay? Nice. It's smooth, baby. Something Where did you new. hear this? Uh, I have a Spotify show called Incoming with Joe Levy from uh, from uh, Rolling Stone Rolling magazine. Stone, yeah. Yeah, but this in, in the world of college rock. No, this is definitely not college. This sure is too it mature. Is. No, no. It's a little, it's a little older. 
No, this would be on college rock stations for sure. Definitely not. 100%. I don't know what school you went to. <laughs> no, I didn't go to college. See, there you go. That's why I don't know this song. And then I did. And, <laughs> and that's why you know it. played this. College this song rock. just came out this year, by the way. If you were around any college kids, <laughs> you got some real big problems. College kids know all those, like, smaller. I went to Bonnaroo, like, there's, you know, 40 bands I've never heard of. But oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's college. I mean, it's... The college kids are just picking the new music. First of all, I don't you know sound where, like an old man. Where, hey, where do you hear new rock music anywhere? Oh, that's a good for question. Like college radio Incoming. Stations? It's called the show called Incoming on Spotify. Check it out. <laughs> you can find a whole bunch of new rock, new rap, new everything. Yeah, but new rap gets played. What do you mean? There's like there's air time for for not it, really only for the big in, ones. It's in the top forty. Only for the Drakes, for the Drakes of the world. No, but I mean, what? But why else would I know? Like. I know two chains and Waka Flocka and well, you also, also started in Black Room, so you know fucking the fucking Cool Baba Ice. You went to lunch with Cool Baba Ice, so you're not a white with, person, white person. I did go to lunch with Cool Baba Ice. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's in my special skills on my resume. <laughs> Able to hold down a lunch convo with Cool Baba Ice. You know, most white people don't know Cool Baba Ice, right? <laughs> <laughs> hamburger ain't having it. Hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> Remember yeah. Hamburger? Just, of course. I, I love he's just a premise and then the word Hamburger. That's my favorite comedian of all time. Yes. What's going on with Alien Gonzalez trying to come in this country? Hamburger. He's kind of a, like the black version of the Shucky Ducky dude. Right? <laughs> <And> <laughs> they're both black. Oh, was that the black dude too? Shucky Ducky? No, you know who I'm thinking about? Bruce Smirnoff. Bruce Bruce? Not Bruce Smirnoff. Yakov Smirnoff. Nope. Bruce Smirnoff. Do you do your research? I know Bruce. I know Bruce Smirnoff is, but I didn't know. He's a comedian. Oh, he was talking about him. No, he had some shit like that before. Where he I just says a his... line. Yes. Bruce remember, Smirnoff. Remember I'm the, shocked you know him. Remember, remember the time? Yeah, he moved to Cali? fucking Florida to go do the. Not this is not a lie. The like retirement home. Oh yeah, that's right. Circuit. Circuit of Florida. That's yeah. it. That's a that's that's a tuck in your tail, man. Sucks. You think that's like one of, like what a comedian got to do once they start a? It's like, it's the it's the it's the job of pure acceptance that it didn't gonna... go the way I hoped it was gonna go. <laughs> so you saying it's throwing in the towel job? No, no, no. Well, it, yeah, yes and no. Yes, at the same totally. time. The beauty is like you yeah. still get to make a living doing what you love to doing, do. If you love doing comedy, or right. if it's the skill, look, it's. Uh, listen, I would prefer to go work a nursing home uh, community comedy. of comedy than fucking roofing. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. At least you get to you know it's it's not like laborious work, right? But it is a. Uh, it's the same thing, except in the cruise ships. You know what I mean? When you, when you're like I'm a cruise ship guy now, it's like well you've kind of made your bed that it's like see that's fuck it you can make your money you can make good money actually Bill Burr's a great example man if you talk to Bill he'll tell you like you know he had to stop because he got into that college that NACA you know you go to the right. NACA conventions uh, for college performing and you go there you can get all these gigs and they and they're paying a couple grand yeah not a ton. But they're all one nighters. Oh yeah, and I had get, about thirty and, 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 a season. And, and, I used to do about thirty, thirty-five a season. And you get two, to three and, grand a piece. And, and you get to a point, yeah, where it's it's not amazing money, but it's one nighters for two grand, three grand exactly. Yeah. And you could pay. You could. Oh, live, that's amazing money. You can get. You can, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jokes. You can get your own apartment. You don't need to have a roommate. And right. Stuff, you know, and you get to that point. I think Bill even like bought an apartment on that uh, in the city, yeah. and then it just came to a thing where it's like you got to make a decision. Now it's like I got to walk away from this money and get back in the world of like yes. You got to get your hands in the dirt again and be like, "Oh, I got to be. I'm more." It's just like doing trying warm to get in the mainstream. It's just like doing warm up for TV shows. 
Yeah, I, I used to do warm up for all. The, I just did a bunch of warm up shit. But my cousin told me a long time ago, don't let the people who make decisions see you not famous. Yeah, and that's man. the when you do warm up, you all these people who produce all these TV shows seeing you as a not famous dude, and they're gonna remember you as a not famous dude, and want to keep you in a not famous position. In an, in an also in a lot of ways, also in a light, uh, in a light of you're not set up to kill, right? <laughs> like, you're set up to like. Give T-shirts to tourists and like you know be amusingly funny and get some good laughs. Not that you can't get big laughs, but yeah. like you're it's not, not there for big not, laughs. It's not the hammer of like you know you're in a nightclub doing in your world doing what you do. You right. Know? Oh, Kurt's calling in. Why is he calling on my phone? He's supposed to call in. Hello. He, he wants you to hold it up to the microphone. <laughs> Hello. That's you got to call. You got to call the line. You got to call into the line. Hey Kurt. everyone. Thank you. It said it. It said the eight six six number. Then the eight six six nine six nine one nine six nine one nine seven nine. Oh no, six nine. You're right. He's right. One nine six nine. Oh, <laughs> she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Call that number. Call that number because then we can hear you on the line. Yeah. Put a dollar in the Chattanooga payphone. Oh, the one, the 866-969-1969 didn't work. What? Is that why we have no callers today? They just gave me the thumbs up. They said the thumbs up on that one. That one, he said, call that one right now, it'll work. Do we have no callers today? Okay, call right now. We haven't had one caller. We had, but we didn't go to him. We talked. We talked it out, Jay. I want to talk about Dr. Dre so bad. What do you want to talk about, Dr. Ray? Beating up the girls? Yeah, I think it's so funny. It's like that you really will forget about that if time goes by and he's got famous... Let's break the like story all down. Over again. Andrew, you got the story. Let's break it down for him. Yeah, so uh, years ago, he... 25 years ago. 25 years ago, he beat up... Uh, here we go. D, the D. hip-hop chick. Okay, yes. Kurt's on. Okay, go ahead. Go Keep to Kurt, and I'll, I'll do this story later. Where is this dummy? Ah, this dumb mouse. This mouse stinks. No mouse pad. There you go. Kurt, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Ah, oh, this sweet dicks. Meat skirt. <laughs> hey, sweet diddles. Who got beat up 25 years ago? <laughs> Remember <laughs> Dr. Dre's just fuck up chicks a couple years back? Oh, yeah. that We were talking about that on uh, Race Wars because there was a post. Uh, Sade posted something that I was laughing at, and then I read what he did. Oh, yeah, he beat him oh, up. Oh, my God. One girl, D, who was the hip-hop. Uh, she. What was the show? I want to remember the name of the show. the hip-hop show. That was on uh, on late night TV, like UHF TV. Yes, Dee Barnes, a former R and B singer. Yeah, well, she won no, the not really. Well, really former because was she, she was a singer. She was a singer before she was an interviewer. What was she like the eleventh member of Escape? She was a <laughs> yeah. She was a singer like you know, pretty girls say they're a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. It How was... many fucking shitty headshots have you taken with the fucking hot chick who said she was a photographer? So many, so many, so many. Hip hop journalist D Barnes and former R and B singer Michelle, but that's Michelle, Michelle A. a. Michelle a. He's so yeah, white. She's, get she's actually married to him, right? She's married to him. He shot a gun at her. She ran in the bathroom and he shot through a gun through a door. Yeah, first of all, we have to her. understand that he was under a lot of pressure back those days because he was, you know, going to med school to become Dr. Yeah. Dre. <laughs> I think you should lose his medical license. <laughs> <laughs> he it's lost his license to practice for that. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't practice it's for ten years. Deal. 
It was Dr. Dre and Trapper John MD, always beating up bitches. Back when he was resident Dre. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, apparently he beat up D and he paid her off. And then he, um... So he, his statement was, 25 years ago, I was a young man drinking too much. Drinking. And in over my head with no real structure in my life. However, none of this is an excuse for what I did. I've been married for 19 years, and every day I'm working to be a better man to my family. Seeking guidance along the way, I'm doing everything I can so I never resemble that man again. I apologize to the women I've hurt. Deeply regret what I did, and I know that it will forever impact all our lives. But it's basically, now I'm rich. I have to apologize. Pretty yeah. much. Well, protecting your ass, it's right? a movie theater. You know, uh, people you, I, dude, I watched an interview where they're talking about Dee Barnes, like him and Ice Cube. And it's not It's not like he's on, like alcohol. It's like a, a thing that they... What they, they just do in their neighborhood, it sounds like, you know? What, beat up girls? Yeah, they're, like, kind of proud of it. There's an interview with them where they're talking about how he totally had it coming. And it's not like, you know, he's in the middle of being drunk. It just sounds like some, like, hood thing from where they're from. Right. Well, what, did, but, uh, they, what did he get <laughs> mad? Did they ever say what he got mad at D. Barnes for? Why He smashed her against the yeah. wall. Yeah, no, I think she was why? talking some stuff about N.W.A. back then that he didn't not want out. Even. Not even, dude. What was it? He played footage of Ice Cube. When he or or whoever they were fighting with, Ice Cube at the time, footage, yeah. Like she, they played a footage of NW, NWA and then included. I, I think Ice Cube, someone they were mad at at the it time. It was Ice Cube. Right. They, they, they all turned on Ice Cube when he left because mm-hmm. he didn't want to get robbed with the rest of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she did nothing that would warrant a beating at all. Well, but I hope Kurt, you think that nothing a woman can do can really warrant a beating <laughs> other than hitting you. Maybe <laughs> he's like he for the stuff I hit girls for. I didn't see none of that prevalent. It's like, wait, did she play something off of uh, Ice Cube's solo album? Because that'll get a bitch knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you better play some straight out of Compton or fuck the police. You come in here with some fucking jacking for beats. I'm gonna fucking plug this girl against a wall. Did you see the movie yet? Did you just see it? No, I didn't see it. Jay uh, saw I did. it. I saw it. And Jay thinks oh. he's a regular white person. He ran out to go see straight out of Compton. No, yeah. I'm a hypochondriac. Out- so, no, I went out and got an AIDS test. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do believe it. You know me. I got an AIDS test. <laughs> You know what? I love that AIDS is scary. I remember that one time I blew Easy e backstage at a Bone Thugs and Harmony concert. Jesus. <laughs> you don't know if that was AIDS juice or Jerry Curl juice in your mouth. Whatever it was, it was salty. Oh, remember that video from uh, Bone Thugs about, uh, you know, what, what happens when we die? Remember that old video? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crossroads. Miss my Uncle Charles, yeah, y'all. Yeah, he's gonna miss his Uncle Charles. And at the end, they show Easy E in heaven, and oh, I was yeah. like, "Boy, if he's going to heaven, we're all going to heaven." Oh, well, also, yeah, you can superimpose anybody into heaven in a video. I remember Kurt one time at the cellar. Uh, he had uh, it was so funny. There was like a a guy with like long braided pigtails, yeah. and he was wearing like all like a, like a bright white button down shirt and bright white pants. You know, his shoes were, sh- and uh, and Kurt made a joke. He goes, "You look like a." Like Bone Thugs and Army see at the crossroads, <laughs> right. which was so funny, and like, and the guy just was not okay with it. Like, he didn't like that. Like he was yeah, just because you called that his outfit. <laughs> I mean, but come on. I mean, that's just something you should laugh. At. Everybody's not gonna laugh at you poking fun at him, nigga. Definitely a dude with but braids and an all white suit. He going to Puffy's party and you poking fun. <laughs> and I miss my uncle Charles, y'all. Isn't that the most amazing? Like, first of all, it's like the most terrifying look, and you got your braids like a little black girl. And meanwhile, that's like the toughest. Like it's almost like you're daring me to say something. <laughs> up. Well, when me and Kurt used to perform at that Sweet Cheeks place that Kevin oh, yeah. Hart used to run in, in Atlantic City. Yeah. I mean, every day, every time he did that show, 
you felt very, th- your, you felt you were, your safety was threatened by guys dressed like Cab Calloway. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great to get beat down. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting beat up by a scat man. <laughs> Somebody opening for Ray Charles. <laughs> <laughs> it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing. It's like, then I, I, get, get, I get jumped by Bingo's traveling all stars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shameful. It really it was it was scary every week and it was like these guys were dressed up like that. Yo, but you remember when we'd leave and be driving back because we got because you get the money, they pay you. Right. Good money. Driving back and we would be like so giddy because we never felt more alive. Because <laughs> you just escaped death? Place. Oh dude. It's yeah. like going on that slingshot ride. Like, you know, maybe you'll die, maybe you'll get through it, but if you get through it, you get three hundred bucks. Yeah. You going home? It's just yeah. That's what I used to throw chicken bones at your heads, didn't it? That that yeah, that's, that's me, yeah. With at that club, yeah. <laughs> Y'all really love comedy, huh? Oh man, we saw a guy named Black Shogun get into a full blown fist fight at the club. Like like he like he was hosting, and he brought me on stage, right? Because he goes because some guy in the audience was like, uh, and him were just jawing back and forth, right? And he's like, you know what, man? Fuck this motherfucker. I'm going to bring up your first comic. I'm going to go handle this dude. He's like, uh, first guy coming to stage, man, Big J. And he brings me on. And then just goes in the audience, and his two boys follow him. And they just go have like a three-on-three fist fight. In the th- he brought me on stage awesome. Awesome. so he can go fist fight in the room. Awesome. I just narrow. But the thing is, if you stay You Morgan on- Freeman it? He was like, <laughs> yeah. damn, the black guy hit the black guy. <laughs> black Shogun got killed that night. He was my best friend. <laughs> Why didn't you narrate for him? That's but but I, I just narrated the fight because the the real deal was no matter what you said, no matter how many laughs you got, as long as you stayed on stage for your ten minutes, you got paid. You got paid. Yeah, you did. But if you got off early, if some guy they would fuck you. They'd be like, oh no, you didn't do your time. It's like they're throwing things. It's like I, you should have figured yeah. it out. That's yeah, the most ignorant it. shit. This guy, but lovely. I love the guy, it at the same you time. Can measure it. Listen, you can measure how ignorant it's going to be by how like. How adorable the name of the place is. Sweet Cheeks. You do black shows. So, Sweet Cheeks, you're like, oh, this is going to be a bad one. How about Roy's Comfort Zone? Remember Roy's Comfort Zone? Yeah, Roy's Comfort Zone. Roy's Comfort Zone, it was called. That's through the belly of the beast. No shit. But uh, it was, but what's funny is the guys, the guys who ran that show, they they currently to this day still owe me. Rock Solid Productions, uh, this guy Dan. He would, and Kurt was with me. He'd book us to do these things, and right. and we would drive this distance to go there, saying to him, "We kind of knew his game." And you'd be like, "Hey, is this gonna be like you're waiting for the people to show up to pay us, or is there a budget?" No, nah, man, it ain't like it's always ain't like that no more. <laughs> I know I fucked you before, but it, it ain't like that no more. Uh, and you get there, and it would be exactly like that. And so he started like uh, he started promoting last year like a cape. May comedy festival, and he, he even texted me to like to be or, or last or, year or, from this year or two years ago. Okay, no, oh, dude, recently, he yeah, yeah, not long ago. And yeah, he, he reaches out, he's like, Will you do the we do the Cape May festival? <laughs> yeah, he goes, We do the Cape May festival. And so, not only did I say no to it, I, right. I publicly on Facebook put out there, I was like, This is I'm like, everyone beware, dude, this guy will fuck you. I'm right. just warning comics that someone should have done to me, right? This guy is just he's not square business, like, you want to do it, do it, but you should just know, like. This guy's probably into me for over a thousand dollars still, and you were still doing going out for him because he would always go. He would always go. The, the The way I'd always get caught in that scene was, we'll come back again next week, and I'll give you what you owe. And when you and you know when you're a young comic yeah, and you want that yeah, you need that money to come yeah. in, you're like, 
well, I can walk with, you know, 150 of my $300 now because next week I'm going to get $450. Right. And then the next week you only get $100. And by the time it builds up, you're like, I'm going to show up one day and get 1200 bucks, And then it's like, we canceled this. We ain't doing the show here no more. Wow. <laughs> he, he should, I think he nicknamed you Sprint Bill. That's how he played <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my jokes on. <laughs> All right, listen, listen, listen. You can turn off HBO, but you got to leave me the Stars channel. <laughs> That is fucking horrendous. But yeah, I, we, we, me and me and Kurt would get a, we'd get beat for money like that a bunch. Now man. they would white boy y'all too on this because it sounds like this is some black black promoter. Intimi- the, the, the pl- that they would use black intimidation against y'all white comics. Mm-hmm. But listen, because I wasn't shit. Like I was Jay's unfunny friend, to that. so uh, they weren't even trying to pay me in the first place. Like I was just guest spot most of the time. They like who Kurt would you be lurch? Kurt would have to <laughs> yeah. for free back me up in violent situations. We went to a, uh, remember that place uh, in Harlem, Uptown Comedy Store or something oh, like that? Not, yeah, not, not the major one, not the main one, right. not the Kevin yeah, Brown's. Right. Like It was one that was like a strip show beforehand. Okay. Cra- Crazy Sam ran it, was the guy's name. Oh, I know Crazy <laughs> Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, he ran uh, the, hot, I'm, I'm not, um, from Hot Tracks. I'm promising his first name is Crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know Crazy Sam. It's Big not, dude, crazy hair. Yeah, I know yeah. Crazy Sam. Good dude. Cra- no, he's not. Well, to me, yes. yeah, maybe because <laughs> I'm crazier, Sam, nigga. But the but the but the <laughs> the lady who the lady who ran this thing's name was Smiley, and after right. making us sit around for about an hour or so, they came out to me, and they, she had her assistant come out to inform me that uh, because you didn't do very well on the show tonight, uh, Smiley is not going to be paying you tonight. And it was one of those like, and then you're just like surrounded by three guys where you're like, uh, they're basically giving me the the. I mean, I can read a signal that it's like. Gonna you gonna you do something about it? No, it was. It wasn't like we're just gonna fuck you up. It was like we're not paying you. Is there a problem yeah, with that? And yeah, you're like, keep no. In mind, keep in mind, uh, Crazy Sam is known for like you know bringing a Mac Eleven into the Uptown Comedy Club. Yeah, York, like and robbing the crowd. <laughs> he robbed the whole club. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. And then he came back and did comedy after. And then he did. He came back and robbed the whole club, like the audience. Well, if there's any consolation, he's dead now. Is he? I don't know. I just wanted to help make you guys oh, feel I'm better. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think there's a chance he might be dead. <laughs> yeah. I think he's. I, I think it was like, but like genuinely early two like, thousands. Like, but I think it was like health well, issues. It wasn't like the, the main takeaway is never do a show that's on a laminated flyer. <laughs> yeah. If you if you found out about the show underneath your windshield wiper. At another <laughs> shitty show, don't no, go no. to that show. Like if it's a comedy show and an icy white t-shirt jump off, <laughs> that's a lot of bad shows. If the word after party is written bigger than your name, <laughs> <laughs> don't go. <laughs> We're always doing these like variety things where it's like comedy and then like afterwards the uh, all star big butt booty contest. Oh yeah, big butt booty contests were a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of shit like that. It was really like, a, like and you think comedy is hard after a rock and roll band? And they put and they try put, it after put, a big butt booty contest. They put us in like you know, me and Kurt would be like the New Jack spots, and they would just bring us. And there was an excuse to not pay you, right? And you just go up there. Oh, but you know what? Hold on, the New Jack spot that used to be with talent at uh, the Boston on Sunday nights. Oh and, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that was talent show. But that was. Uh, if you were doing the Jack spot, they were pretty nice to you in that show. Well, because you, got, show. because you got up an hour one of a three-hour show. Oh, that was true. a long show, that, uh, that talent show on Sunday. Capone had a spot. <laughs> Capone had a spot. 
one full hour was dedicated to that. <laughs> There's always like dudes that were hosting that wouldn't just bring you on the goddamn stage. They had to do 40 minutes between oh, comics. They were so territorial. It was ridiculous. I couldn't imagine having the burden of being a comic like Capone where it's like, you know, like... 50% of your whole thing is that you wear cufflinks, you know what I mean? Like you have to wear a suit with cufflinks on stage. I couldn't imagine having to go through it to do comedy. What do you mean? Like, just the, you the, don't I, have to wear that. But he does. But I'm saying the idea of like, like you're going to, yeah, yeah, so you're going to a show already and you're, you know, not that I go to a show to be like, I don't look like shit, but it's like, you know, I wear clean clothes, I wear clothes that fit, hopefully, you know, right. and, and you want to look cool as you can, I guess. Right. But I mean, to have to overthink to like you know go pick up dry cleaning to go do a fucking yeah, show it's I like what the fuck man like <laughs> I mean a crispy shiny bright red suit with well, a vest and them. socks you don't have to do that Steve no, no 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 I'm just saying like to, to be so to be so locked into that though to is, that is, mentality is, is, is yeah, a tough yeah, thing who was yeah. that dude who was that that cock that prick with the uh, hair lift that tried to hit, hit on your girlfriend. Uh, Willie Robocop. Robocop. Remember yeah, Robocop? I do. He did all noises and shit. He was yes. a DJ. I tried to fight him. Why? What happened? I'll tell you exactly why. You'll appreciate this, Sherrod. Uh-uh. Uh, I'll use your chick as an example. He got some, out of pocket? Something happened. No, it's just, yes, he did. Jay, but, this is when they had me at the last house replace you because after the after you confronted him. Remember? Yeah, so this is the thing. Okay. So um, let's say a comic who you don't know very well is okay. in town. Like You know him. Mm -hmm. he, you you know each other, but you're not really friends. And we'll say Marissa worked at a comedy club. This is the exact situation. Okay. So I'm just curious what your thoughts would be on this. He um, knows both of you. He knows you and Marissa. He okay? yeah. He, he knows knows, he knows you both. No, no. He doesn't know your couple. He doesn't know your couple. He starts hitting oh. on Marissa. Okay. Marissa goes, oh, I can't, sorry, I can't hang out with you. Like I have a boyfriend. Right. And then he goes, oh, come on, man. Who cares about that? Come home with me. I still don't have a problem with that. That's basically what he yeah. did to my girlfriend. I don't have a problem with that. But then she goes. No, like Jay Okerson is my boyfriend. And he goes, oh, Jay's your boyfriend? That's cool, man. Where's he at? And she's like, oh, he's up in New York like doing shows. And he goes, so I'm saying, why don't you come hang out? Like, now I got a problem. Yeah, now he knows it's you. I don't even have a problem that he tried to hit on her beyond her having a boyfriend. Oh, he should. I, I mean, get that. No, that's that's what my parents meant. You should do that. <laughs> yeah. But if he says it's you and that's and he knows you and that's yeah. and that's that nigga's taking shots at you now. I went at him hard. He like hid in the back and the and the club like Dude, removed I, we're me. in the back of the club and I'm watching Willie Robo sit there. Now his whole set was geared towards just trying to get. He's like some kind of weird sex addict, I think, because his whole set was how he eats pussy, great. And... To get his he's, first of all, he's got this stupid like Ugh. you know he's got a clutch palate, so he's, he's got to get his shirt off to show you that he's at least a butterface, right? That's <laughs> I mean, it's stupid. So, so his whole last part of it is he takes his shirt off and he does his big RoboCop bit where he this is on stage. He's taking his shirt off. Oh, yeah, oh. he thinks he did a whole like, like slithering around uh, eating pussy, fake pussy and yeah. shit. Oh my and god! He pretends to take his dick out like it's RoboCop's gun, and, and then he just twirls his his imaginary dick. It's fucking horrendous. Okay, <laughs> that's his whole final act, and that's just to get whatever like skeezer he will pick up on that. Yeah, like, some randoms. Whoever, whatever, whatever woman could you know put a motorcycle on his head and then just look at his pecs, I guess. No shit. Do you remember when we Kurt? But you know the the fall. Of guys like that in the past. Wait, hold on. You confronted him, though. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. I'm watching Jay come in. So, so we, you know, we go to uh, Belize and Thursdays at the Laugh House. <laughs> this is like a, maybe just after Kev, <laughs> Kevin Hart had left. 
and was already doing much better things than right. we're still dealing with this. <laughs> Me and Kurt were still blazing Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, we were, bla- we were doing two A Tuesdays. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there watching, and Jay comes up. And I didn't hear what you said. I guess you could tell him that. But I just see Willie Robocop just shrink into his stool while Jay's talking to him. And then I just watch Willie run out. And then uh, next thing I know, they're asking me to do the hosting or something because you got fired yeah. for, for threatening Willie. <laughs> for threatening their headliner. What did you say to him? I told him to come outside. I was going to beat the shit out of him. And this was I the... you said, don't, you, don't even make eye contact with her again or some shit. Like... No, I don't even think I said I just I, I said... She was still uh, working there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay. trying to fuck my... Ch- I, was with her for, it was like, I was with her for a couple years at this point. You know what I mean? It was like my girlfriend. Oh, yeah, girlfriend. Girl, right. And I was like, I go, I go, let's go outside, let's go outside. I'm talking about it. you didn't try to fuck my chick when I'm at it's like really? And I, and I just tried to and he's like he just he's like, Oh, it ain't like that. I go, sounds like it was like that. And and then he just like he like told the club that I was like coming after him and they they like fired me. <laughs> Dude, that Philly is so grimy. I don't know if it's still like that, but it was when we were there, it was so fucking grimy. Like they used to do this shit to each other. It wasn't just white boys, they did it to each other. Well, who's that kid that was kind of nice? I don't remember his name. That black kid always had a towel in his back pocket. I know it's a lot of people, but... Uh, every black that, uh, dude ever? Sean Clay. Yeah. It was a good dude. Yeah. Sean Clay no, breakout. it wasn't Sean Clay. It was someone... Remember that promoter who was like a kind of punchy, but we liked him? That black guy used to be a boxer? Jamal. Chuck. Oh, Charles. Charles. He was a good guy, though. I, I liked him. But he was like his nephew or something. And then one of these, one of these like, dirty motherfuckers... <laughs> Um, like he came with his girlfriend, that kid, right? And the guy purposely seated him away from his girlfriend. <laughs> he tried to fuck his girlfriend. Remember that? He seated him away from yeah. his girlfriend in the comedy club. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. and it was a black dude. This wasn't us. It was like they were just always trying to fuck each other's women with no. I mean, absolutely reckless abandon. No, really. Well, Kurt, yeah, like, Kurt's got one of the greatest. Best see, that's stories. from ass whoopings not getting handed out uh, sure. at the right moment. It is. It's true, but it's also that's everybody sparing ass uh, whoopings. Well, you know, me and Kurt also, you have to remember, had the nervous energy of n- brand new comic. Right. The people we're dealing with in our little, like, corner of the world right there are the guys who we see are confident on stage, doing I well, agree. doing better than us. Right. So we see these and guys. have names like Hand Grenade Face. Yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> shit. Two smooth, beefy funnies. Although Beefy Funny was a great guy. But but th- but that said, uh, our very first time going up to the Boston Comedy Club, the Sunday show... We went there. There was a guy named Tommy Too Smooth, who we uh, he, he you know he he never had a car, so he always makes it seem like he's doing you the favor. I mean, he's still doing comedy, ain't he? Somewhere, yeah. But he, they always have that like uh, I'm doing I'm doing oh, you the yeah. favor. I'll bring you I'll bring you with me, but you know pick me up so we can go. So I'm always driving to get when these I guys. First met Jay, right? Then yeah. I go, I, Jay calls him and goes, "We're gonna go to New York, man. We're gonna go do talent show up in New York." So I'm like, "Cool." All right, can I bring my girlfriend? Sure. And she's like, great. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Bring, which is uh, Jessica. Right. His girlfriend, Jessica, at the time. And I go, yeah. Now, when I, I told Tommy too smooth, I'm like, we'll meet here and you jump in my car and we'll go. He just shows up with two other dudes. His nephew. Doesn't mention it. Huh? Doesn't mention to you. Ne- never mentioned them. Yeah, his, his, his nephew and his uncle. Uncle just got out of jail. Oh, boy. And he's just like. Well, yeah, we came, we're all going. And it puts you in a position where you're like, they all took the bus out there, you know, to, to meet me. And it's just a no, position where... Now, and we're just yeah, news. Like, probably well, now would tell them to take the fucking bus, you know? Oh, oh now I'd be like, yeah, dude, you shouldn't have brought your... You gotta send your boys home. Like, of course, now, you know, 17 years later. Right. But uh, at the <laughs> time, we were just like, we'll figure it out. So 
We all cleared like, like, like Kirk, Kirk gets in the front seat with me. Right. No, no, no. I was oh, in the back. Oh, yeah, he was, he was in the back. Yeah, Tommy lap. Too Smooth was in the front. Kurt was in the back, and she was basically laying across the uncle, nephew, and Kurt, his girlfriend. And they were like, a lot of ass as well. they were fucking groping her. No, no, whoa, we whoa, got, whoa, we got, whoa, okay. Remember, no, 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 I don't, that was in the car. What happened was... Outside the car, the outside club. the car, yeah. We got we got to the club. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened. No, no, those two dudes, honestly, his ex-con uncle didn't even do shit like that. It was Tommy. Tommy did it. It was in the, in the club, and it was like, I was away for a second. Now, this is before he knew me at all, so it's not quite a Willie really Robocop. It's the first meeting, later, yes. <laughs> but he knows that's your girl. Like, he was a nice guy to me. He really was. I, I mean, not, not to... But this is initially, so I don't know where I was, but he, he tried to pull some slick shit where he goes, oh, you got something on, so he could, like, pat her ass, like he told her she had something on her. Oh, that's rapey. So, like, yeah, yeah, of course it is. It's just, but that's just Philly, that's a Philadelphia hello, by the way. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Sound like a Baltimore goodbye. This is our first, first time I'm hanging out with Jay. <laughs> and he's already trying to get his hands on my girl's ass. And I remember, by the way, we didn't get on, remember, because it was so yep. packed out. Right. And I remember talent was like, because you used to have to stand in the stairwell. There was no room. If you mm-hmm. were that. that was on Sunday. On yeah, uh, Boston. Packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. talent came out, and he goes, and I remember dude just being intimidated, because it was so high energy in there. Yeah. And, like, and there was all black people, and I was like so intimidated. I remember he comes, I go, sorry, so it's not going to be able to get you on tonight. And I was like, oh, thank God. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh God bless! I was so I didn't even notice the whole ass thing because I was so relieved that I didn't have to go on stage. And, uh, meanwhile, I was stupid. That's probably one of the better. That's probably one of the better black shows you could have done. Yeah, and, no shit. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what it turned out to be when I did it. And yeah. then all the other ones were like the bad ones. Yeah, that was a proper good show. and Nakasaki's and Avenue now, D. I used, and knock, I used to do Fraser's rooms. Which, uh, Naki Saki, but I did okay at Naki Saki's, I didn't do that. Oh, it was fine. They, 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 were, they were fine rooms, some of them, but it is just like, the money could be funny sometimes. It was always just something, There was something, always an open variable. Always you know just what, something. Drew, I, I'll tell you this, Drew Frazier always paid me my money. Never, yeah, Drew's a good dude. Yeah, Drew's a good dude, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't recall ever having a personal uh, thing with him. But it is funny if you go back in time, like, the people who you probably wouldn't even be friends with... That we just kind of let like walk on us a little bit in the beginning because you just like I just want to be in this world I don't want trouble yeah. I don't want grief and you're now right. it's the thing with the same person I have someone like trying to bull you into some position you'd be like no like fuck off fuck you're off right. yeah fuck well, off listen all the guys listen all the people I met that were like good at it that were good comics in that scene like at the time JB Smooth was only in the like Black scene, right 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 I remember and that he was always a nice like from when I, I remember I when he did Chrissy's show he was a nice guy yeah, he was always, always a nice guy. Good. Rob, uh, what's his name? Remember Rob Stapleton? Uh, Rob Stapleton, Stapleton. great guy, guy. Yeah, yeah. Guy. yeah, always. Will, always. Will Sovens. Will Sovens was always a really nice guy. Yeah, always. Who? Will no. Sovens. Will. So all people were kind of talented, or or were, were going to be something at all. They were always cool, man. And then it was always like these little gatekeeper hacks yep. that would try to fuck with you. You know? Yep. That's in every comedy circle. Then you got those yeah, well, monsters, dude. Those, that's what I took away from the whole thing of just doing all black rooms. That, Ultimately, it's all the same shit. And yep. two, I started out as a female comic. That's the other thing I realized. <laughs> <laughs> but then, as a female comic, it's so hard to like. We both start out as female comics. Uh, we, I think we that's, all start out as female comics. That's exactly, and that's the that you just went to the larger point, which is all new comics are female comics, whatever yep. your sex is. Just like an, an embryo, and then you know you eventually earn the right to be considered a male comic, and that, and that includes women. 
Yeah, that includes That's women. Right. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yep, it absolutely does. But do you remember Kurt? Also in that scene, man, there was like some. I don't mean this in the positive way. I mean there were some villainous monsters. Oh in yeah. This I mean like a Teddy Carpenter man who just like fucked me on money. Yeah. And Dude, sent me. I mean, Chappelle he, I mean, he's a Chappelle, the Chappelle, Chappelle story that's so well known. Yeah. What? What did he do to Chappelle? Uh, I'm. This is a third hand story. But, okay. But no, what? No, we asked. Yeah. We asked Chappelle. He I was going to say it's remember? third hand story, and Chappelle validated it for us in San Francisco. So this is first hand. Now it is. Okay. Well, I, I got the first time. I thought it was just kind of a cool Hollywood story, like the you know the famous like Don Rickles. Right. Come say hi, Frank Sinatra. Like, not right now. Yeah, Frank. I'm with my friends. Yeah. So you thought it was one of them stories, but he he confirmed it that uh. When he was 14, just starting out in D.C., he did a set one night, and Teddy Carpenter came up to him, and he said, uh, I like that joke, man. Uh, you had that one joke you have. Let me, why don't you let me buy that from you? Which is already a weird thing. Right. But Chappelle said that he, he was very, like, he knew who Teddy Carpenter was. The same way right. I said, we, the same way me and Kurt are talking about Tommy Too Smooth kills, so right. he must be somebody. Yeah. But so, listen, Tommy, to be fair to Tommy, I, I, at the end, liked him when we were, like, like me too. No, no. I don't lump him in with people that were like. No, me too. Monsters. Right. Me too. But it's, yeah. it was just like we we were we allowed ourselves to be taken advantage of by somebody because we right, just thought exactly. he was somebody. Where it's like you'd just be like when you look back, it wouldn't necessarily like fish. Yeah. You sure. don't know if you'd be friends with him or not. But I I don't know if we'd be would have been friends or not if I acted different. All I know is that under different circumstances, I'd have been like, you got to leave your cousin. Maybe that would have made him shittier to me. Like right, maybe right, he ended right. up being a nice guy because I just ate his shit that he gave me. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, his knows? shit. Who knows? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, so Teddy Carpenter, right? Uh, so Teddy Carpenter, uh, he goes, why don't you let me buy that joke from you? And, and Chappelle says, uh, I'm, I'm very flattered. You know, it's like he's flattered this guy wants to buy a yeah, joke. Yeah, he's 14, yeah. That he sees this guy killing also. And he goes, I, I, I just don't have that many jokes, man. Like, I need everything I got, but thank you so much. Like, I appreciate the love. Teddy know? Carpenter just started doing it. No, he? he just, no. Uh. Worse than that, leans into him and says, how about I just take it from you? How about I just take it? <laughs> And then just kind of walked away. And then five years later, Chappelle gets a development deal. And uh, if I'm if I'm if I'm fishy on any of the, the hard details of this, I apologize. But with okay. the best of my knowledge of the story, uh, one night the Apollo, the girl who was casting his pilot, right? Chappelle's nineteen year old, you know, he's nineteen. He does the pilot. Um, she sees Teddy Carpenter, comes back and goes, "I found the perfect guy to play this blah 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 character, or whatever." And Chappelle basically said, like, uh, you put Teddy Carpenter on a show that I'm doing, like, I, I won't do the show. Right. And Teddy Carpenter went from one night believing he was going to be on a new sitcom pilot to really never fucking working anything big in comedy ever again. Yeah. Well, good. Good. Good for him. Good. Good. But he, but he, but he, but he ended up buying a club. Afterwards. He ended up buying a club in D.C. and brought me down. He did the, by the way, he did this exact thing to me. He did it to Bill Burr, too. Bill Burr will tell you that story. Huh. Brings you down. Says he doesn't think you're doing good, and then sends you home without paying you. That's some shit. Right Put me there. on a train, well, man. Put I, me on a train I, I, a day I, early. That was my story. I mean, that happened to me. Dude, I'm, oh, because you weren't spitting fire. <laughs> I wasn't spitting fire. He goes, he goes, y'all New York cats think you come. He goes, y'all ain't spitting fire on this microphone. I was down there. I was down there ironically with Cool Bubba Ice. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I knew it. Dude, I'm gonna fucking spit fire on you. I love Cool Bubba Ice, but I don't get my fucking money. <laughs> Kuba, oh, Kuba Bice is a good example of a great guy. Kuba Bice is actually a really nice great guy. Dude. Yeah. That's why the fucking yeah. industry destroyed him. Yeah. That's why it goes right yeah. at him and run him right over. Because, motherfucker, if you're too nice in this business, you ain't going to make it. That was always cool from when I was new. You know, he was always a nice guy. He wasn't trying to, like, fuck you over, you know? When they say nice Anybody? guys finish last, nigga, I think they talking about comedy. <laughs> yeah. well, listen, Tony Roberts is always a great dude. Nice, that. great. Wait, wait. 
Do you think part of that could be that he should have at some point left the Dr. Seuss hat and the name? Who's that? <laughs> cool, bye-bye. Oh, cool, bye-bye. Oh, yeah, well, that kind of... <laughs> but those headshots were expensive, and you want to use all of them. <laughs> Peeking out from behind a wall or something. He has 17,000 headshots left. <laughs> you got to move them. <laughs> That's brutal. It's like comedies. People don't understand this underbelly of this shit. Well, because so many people have, have, don't have to... Go through the fucking trenches. Yeah. Well, if you go through the trenches, like, you know, that's the thing. I, I respect anybody that did that, that put their time in. The new thing now, especially when you hear all this, like, complaining shit, is like, this is a hostile space for me. And get, get, and that's why I got, I got no respect for that. Yeah. Because me and him were in hostile spaces where oh. people got stabbed and shit. Oh, and I, I grew up in hostile spaces. Whining. Yeah, and then I got to listen to your silly... I feel like I'm not being respected by men. Like, oh. Why should you be? What? Like, go, go earn it. Performing at a fucking library bar in fucking Brooklyn somewhere. Uh, but that's you know that's what the industry already it fixes itself I think in a way because uh, a lot of people who go through nothing won't get respected in the long run. You know me and yeah. me and me and Kurt were also guided, and I didn't. I still don't believe it was like misguided. We were guided by a good comic, Keith Robinson, and people like that. Oh, like, Keith, yeah. That, Keith but, is but, the but, best. I'm saying, but, but we were guided very specifically. And when it would come, when we're doing comedy for three years only, <laughs> three and a half, four years, and it's, you know, they're coming around like they're doing Letterman auditions, uh, Keith would be like, wow, don't, what are you doing? What are you going to do at <laughs> four years? You're going to go be proud of your set at four years in the comedy? But that's just like a benchmark now, four years in comedy is get on Letterman or Conan or whatever it is and just yeah. go. It's, it's, we said it earlier. That's crazy oh, yeah. to me. Because it, add, it goes into yeah. nothingness. Now you get lost in a whole pool of motherfuckers that, who did Conan no, one time. And, but no one cares. That's, that's, uh, no one even that's cares. They want a young guy. They want someone young. And now That's what it is. It's all about age. People consistently yeah, like, bomb on these shows, though. I mean, Kimmel doesn't even do oh, yeah. fucking comedy anymore because he's, they, they book young people and they eat shit. Uh, and plus, that, know, that, that do... Kimmel audience is awful for comedy. Sure. Unless it's you, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, telling jokes. They'll laugh at Jimmy Kimmel telling jokes. Watch and how I've many seen bomb. so many comics on there, and it's like, this is awful. Yeah. Watch how many, you could watch a compilation of fucking Conan bombs. I believe it. It's not a good oh, comedy it? audiences. But they it's pull just, people but, off but, off but, fucking yeah, Hollywood all, Boulevard. Yeah, but they also can't bring in, like, they don't know how to bring that crowd. They don't have the skills to kill in that room. You could kill in, in a well, fucking... Well, Jay, Jay, how many times have you been on this, Sir Sherrod, where you're on, like, a showcase, okay, with a, a bunch of, like, new guys, okay? And there's, I've been in a few different scenarios with this, and they put you on last. Yeah. And they go, could you be the stronger one? Right. It's and like, yeah, they, I'm not here for the show. I'm here for myself. Yeah. For their weak, for like the weakest ones that they want to keep hot. Right. Like the weakest newcomers. The cushy go, spot. We call them the cushy white boy spots. Yeah. They, <laughs> they go, they're going to do the cushy white. And then you, you, uh, they're going to dig a hole for you. And then you spend your set putting the dirt back in the hole they dug. Cleaning up the mess. Yeah. It's fucking it's awful. Me nuts. I'm like, take your little fucking hot pick and uh, stick him in the incubator a little bit longer before you put him on the showcase because I want the cushy white boy spot. Exactly. When will I be a cushy white boy? Yes. Yeah, put me up fourth out of eight. Yes, I want to back clean up a third or fourth, a perfect spot. The audience ain't tired. Your dumb friends ain't walking out because you got off already. And by the way, I'm look, I don't mind at a, at a comedy club show. Oh, that's fine. I'll Put go me last. No, I, 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 like, I like going last. I could do more time. Maybe, whatever. Whatever. But I mean, like, if it's if they come around, they're going like, you know, they're looking for tonight's show sets. It's like, yeah, why do I? Like, why yeah. am I two and a half hours into the fucking show? That's the story of my life. <laughs> I know, man. Good luck with that cushy in the middle of an audition fucking. 
I can't think of I can't think of maybe more than one time I ever had that. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm always where well, I'm not closing or fucking no, second to close. I think actually the three of us are all relatively. We do the coveted Godfrey spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On every show, like towards the end, when me and Jay got here, when we started to get booked. We would always get booked in like the second to last spots. Yeah, Lucian would be like, "Well, normally I'd put a black guy." Yeah, there, yeah, <laughs> a colored fella. Black energy, so I can put you there. Yep. Yeah, we would. We get we'd get a uh, very weird spots, but it was a uh, yeah. I never black. Really yes, I, I, I was doing, never was really doing like first, like first or second on a show. Was that no. was never really a a world I was able to just fucking have fun in, or they'd have me host, which is the yeah. thing I was never even sort of prepared. I had for to either. pull myself out of hosting. Mm. So oh, I don't have the host no hey, more. Did you already talk about this? Did you watch? Did you read all the fu- all the angry people of Bill Burr from uh, Conan? Yeah, that funny ass thing he said. Oh uh, yeah, they about it. We talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. What's your thoughts? Right. Uh, if you're upset by Bill, I want you to drink bleach. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know? he said nothing. He said nothing. I, dude, it's so scary to me because. I go, oh well, maybe he did say something. I'm watching it. I don't even know what the offensive part is. You have to actually go. Re- you have to go read an article to hear what they're upset about. And then, yeah. and it turns out, uh, Andrew here told us that the actual backlash is coming at Conan and not for laughing right. so hard at right. it. Right. Right. Oh, what about the entire audience for also laughing because it was a good. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't understand how this bit. Oh, by the way, dude, go on, uh, Nick Mullen. You know, Nick Wright right, right, on yeah. our show, Race War sometimes. Where mm-hmm. was Nick today? He should have been in here. Look, look, look up the Breitbart article about that incident with Conan and Bill Burr because they quote Nick's fake tweet about how he's outraged. And he goes, he said, Bill Burr murdered 17,000 trans teens this year. What's that joke? Oh, Nick is such an asshole. That's why I love him. Best thing, when he got the outrage, so he said the outrage is because, you know, <laughs> Uh, transgender people are very sensitive, and they do, and they kill themselves. First of all, tons of people kill themselves. Everybody. Uh, second uh, of yeah. se- second of all, is handling their them their whole lives with kid gloves. The answer. What's going to make them not? It's like, well, how about how, how about, about desensitize them to horse to horse shit and just get through it? Yeah, like a so fucking no adult. Who you are? Listen, no matter who you are, okay. If you decide to kill yourself, that's your fucking fault. Okay? Yes, that's why it's called suicide. Here's what's great about suicide. It's something you're in control of. That's yeah. what's the one wonderful about it. You have total control if you do it. That's why it's not called homicide, which would be someone else's fault. Right. It's your fault. So I, I don't want you to deal where you took yourself hostage, like <laughs> Cleavon Little and Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> he crazy. He crazy. Oh, he'll definitely do it. <laughs> like, like, save it, okay? And by the way, I, I don't think people... Because uh, I look up the stats, you know, when they thought, but did you know the murders of, like, uh, tra- you know, whoever's trans now, they're kind of way up, even though you're supposed to get the pronouns right. Uh, there is a thing where they're being murdered. But guess what? They're not being murdered by people that watch Conan O'Brien. It's black and Latino transsexuals being murdered by people that probably never listened to Bill Burr. Okay? Yeah. yeah. It's a safe bet. So don't yeah. worry about Bill Burr. It's nothing he's saying he's going to do. Yeah, anything. Bill Burr is not going to cause the deaths to transgender people. Like you know, any like <laughs> the second class citizen, like oppressed minority, that's who's getting murdered and and all that and having to kill themselves for being transsexual. But it's because like because unfortunately, oppressed people get a little backwards in that kind of stuff. But you don't know? you think there should be because like, the oppressed people but, feel like it was already hard enough for us, so you making right, it harder exactly, if you're going to bring exactly. this light on us. But there's ignorant yep. shit. But but there should be right. like. There should be like social, 
like behavior inoculations. Do you know what I mean? Almost like immunizations where it's like you got to give a little bit of it to... So be aware in the world that some people uh, hate transgender people. Some people make great jokes about like, like no, I, I, no, I, no, I, no, and don't care about them. It's like... Yeah. For yeah. me, because I'm a precious... Didn't you know I'm a precious little self-esteem, high self-esteem pussy that went to college and I learned that it's not my... It's not my responsibility to toughen the fuck up. It's, you, it's the whole world. The whole world's my boyfriend. That was his saying. It would make me laugh. Everyone's my boyfriend. And that's how I'll be treated. That's how they act now. Yes. Like, listen, if I'm not fucking you like that, I don't really give that much of a fuck about you. I agree. You know? Like, I'm not going to treat you like my dainty little date if I've never met you before. Just you worry about your emotions away from me. Uh, yeah, Kurt. When you getting back, nigga? Shouldn't you be back in town already? Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, you, you come back tomorrow. Those things I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> what things? Those links I sent you to the stuff I got for Race Wars on Wednesday. Oh yes, 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 let's yes. Just, we'll play. We'll play it after the opening song. But yeah, we'll play it. We definitely gonna play let's all of them. Say, let's just say a very respected doctor who's been <laughs> on our show. We found some old footage of him that we, is some precious un- footage. Unreal. It's no. unbelievable. You can't even no. find it online if you look for it because they're taking it down. His people's taking it down. You them boys. Yeah, but we, well, we, we found well, it. We found some really. I don't think people are aware of this. Can you show me? Uh, we're gonna play. I'll play it for you after we get off air. Yeah, yeah we're gonna air it uh, Wednesday on the show. <laughs> well, I want to see so bad now. Uh, you better check in. Make sure you catch Race Wars on Wednesday, nine to eleven, on this network. We got Stacy Dash from Clueless coming on, and we got Josh Zebs from uh, Huff Post. He'll be coming into the studio right after the bonfire with Big Jokerson and Dan Soda. Oh, y'all there that night? Six to eight every oh. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know y'all was in here in this studio. Yep. But what about the documentary show? What does that do? Um. That was like they did one like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that one. Oh, it's once a month or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. So yeah, so check that out. So y'all come on well, six to eight on Wednesday. Six to eight yeah. on Wednesday, Mondays and Wednesdays, six to six p.m. to eight p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Series Six and Ninety Five. Oh, yes. Hey, can I just? Uh, I'm gonna get uh, Stacey Dash impregnated Wednesday too. Uh, I'm with Tracy uh, Morgan. <laughs> listen, I don't know if anybody's listening who's in Nashville, uh, but tonight I'm at the Crying Wolf with Nick Bargetti. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good. What is Nate doing down there? Nate lives down here now. So, so Jazz, the promoter. He's a he's a good kid. He's a promoter of these like kind of cool rock shows in Nashville. Nashville's great. You've done this run before, right? It's like a bunch of one nighters, but it's a great run, right? Yeah. Well, what happened was I just did comedy catch in Chattanooga, and I called him, and he put this show at the last minute together at the Crying Wolf in Nashville, 9 p.m. And he got Nate Bargetti as the feature, which is great because I used to always call Nate my opener nonstop. And uh, now he's a headliner, but he's going to open again. <laughs> <laughs> he's right back to being your opener. Back in your place. Opener yeah. Bargatze. But Nate's really funny, man. He's so hilarious. Oh, he's so great. If you don't enjoy me, Nate's at least worth seeing. Trust me. So make sure y'all check that out. So uh, Kurt's down in uh, Nashville. The Crying Wolf, 9 p.m. tonight. And then the Crying Wolf, 9 p.m. tonight. You catch uh, Big J in the podcast. The radio show. I don't know. Well, I have Bonfire, Bonfire. Uh, on here That's on Comes to the Radio. I have uh, Legion Six. of Skanks on Kumia.com, AnthonyKumia.com. That's today. That is, uh, we do it live uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays as Legion of Skanks. Okay, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. On uh, AnthonyKumia.com. So make sure you check that SDR out. SDR show on all things oh, comedy. Oh, Sherrod. Yeah. Uh, listen, last time I was on with Opie, I, I don't know, oh, maybe you weren't there. 
but we were talking about uh, how crazy Marlon Brando is, you know, from that, that uh, yeah. Lost Soul documentary. Right. You saw that, right, Jay? Lost Soul. I, I heard all about it. How he just like okay. a, a he he he, he, assi- he assigned that midget a, a lead role in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the the guy is called Severin Films. They're the they're the people who made it, right. and they heard me, and they sent me a box of three copies of it, and also like awesome, awesome weirdo movies that they put out. Awesome. Severin Films. Yeah. So check out Lost Soul. Just the stories about Brando alone are great. But, Jay, when I see it, I'll give you a copy. I got a bunch of copies of it with extra footage of more stuff about Brando. I can't get enough of how crazy Brando was. Oh, he was a nut. Oh, Kurt, while you're in your hotel room today, please watch. I'm going to promote this everywhere, and we're going to talk about this on the Bonfire Night. And I told you about it, Shroud, already. Uh, there was a, a hip-hop, a rap opera movie made oh, by yeah. Sticky Fingers from Onyx oh, yeah, called A Day right. in the Life. <laughs> you can watch it on YouTube. It is the... <laughs> Funniest, <laughs> shittiest thing I've ever seen. A day in the life, uh, produced, and, produced uh, yeah, and starring, rapper. produced and produced by and starring uh, Sticky opera? Fingers. I can't believe Sticky Fingers produced this thing. It's 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 violent. It's there's nudity and and they just guys rapping in a car about how much he likes a girl because he ate her pussy and the other guy can't believe he ate her pussy and it's just what I do. Is it on Netflix or it's only YouTube? It's, it's you can watch it on YouTube. Fuck Netflix. You go yeah, right to YouTube. You go to YouTube and get it and in. watch the full okay. movie. It's Tell me, I'm going in right now to look it up. <laughs> a day in the life, real. sticky fingers. A day, a day in the life, life sticky, sticky fingers. fingers from Onyx. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I cannot wait to watch that, dude. It's we had fantastic. fun, man. We had fun this morning. This was a fun morning. Thank you for inviting me, Sherrod. Thank you for coming through, Big J, and thanks for yeah, not coming, Kurt. Kurt you were. <laughs> you need some other guy with a South Jersey dum dum accent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, want to go get a water ice? <laughs> I need a little Cherry Hill fucking throat. Gary <laughs> Dale. You know what I just found out? Karen talks like that. She has that accent. I didn't know. She started doing it at me the other night. Really? Like, oh, yeah, I heard you're a good drawer. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get a bagel? Get yeah, a downtown. Yo, that's race was. That's it. I think we out of time. Are we out of time? Yo, thanks for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for the love and letting us come on here. Jimmy, yeah. you know I love you. I kiss you right in your mouth when I see you. Race Wars. Wednesday. Check us out. Stacey Dash is on. Peace.